I got like um I got allergies or something. I don't know. I've been sneezing. I might have COVID. I don't know. No, allergies have been bad all day today too, dude. Like for me. I've been I've been sneezing. I've been a sneezing. I got the well, do, you, do you have any like history of allergies this time of year? I have allergies all year long. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I think I'm in the clear. Something else gets me. But like to what though? I don't know. Trees, pollen, dogs, cats. It's like the mm. fucking universe just hates me, dude. That's right. Wow. I only have the seasonal springtime pollen allergies. <sighs> but I'm always sneezing though. Because I work yeah. in a, I work in a place that is not not it's <laughs> well no, did you see the message? Yeah, I'm working on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, Kevin's always breaking down the seventeenth wall. Well, you can't. I can't. I can't nothing, right. nothing can happen in this software without Kevin going. Ooh, ooh! You guys ooh. see this? <laughs> oh boy, it's always something. Always something going on. Hey, we got a great show for you tonight. Do we ever, dude? We're, we're we're talking pile driver, not the song, the VHS release. Bro, I have so many notes about this VHS. <laughs> it, it, I can't it's, wait. it's amazing. It's amazing. Sometimes I sometimes I just fall in shit and you know the ideas work out. Uh no, speaking of the great, greatest idea you've ever had, by the way. Speaking of falling in shit, Thunderfrog will be joining us tonight. One of uh, Matt's best friends in the entire world. Yeah, baby. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Thunderfrog. Oh boy. I don't know. We got other shit to talk about. AEW was kind of there and Raw and SmackDown were kind of there and Impact was kind of there and NWA Power was kind of there and MLW wasn't there. Uh we may have some news and notes on Triple Mania. Apparently, oh, one yeah. of, apparently one of the three wizards has some experience with that this past weekend. Oof. <laughs> oh boy. All this and that and a bag of chips coming up. On the 600th, 600? Jesus, I'm fucking horny. 607th episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. Oh, didn't see you there. You are listening to Shining Wizards Podcast, baby. Stay rocked up. I'm Thunderfrog, baby. Yeah. What's up? Where did cheese go? The oh, stupid no. fucking question, Kevin. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And I th- Whoa. Hey, this is Moose. God, that was disgusting. Turning wizards rule the world.
You are tuned in live to episode 607 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Live as always on the rant, rantdmradio.com. Live on the social medias, the Twitters, the Twitches, the YouTubes, maybe the Facebooks. And going with you wherever you go because we are available on every single one of those streaming and podcast platforms. But enough of the nonsense. Let's get right into some wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony. K-J-G. Boys. Wouldn't be a Monday without any kind of problems going on, but how are you boys doing? Well, look, to be fair, this problem is completely out of our hands. Oh, thank God for once. For once. uh, If you are trying to watch us on Facebook, guess what? You fucking can't. (laughs) Facebook fucking sucks a bag of dicks. So, uh, in the meantime, you can watch us on YouTube, Twitch, uh, Twitter, or, of course, you're listening to this in podcast form. And at that point, uh, none of that applies to you. No, 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 it doesn't. But we still love you. Yeah, Facebook says they're trying to figure it out. Oh, boy. What a fucking pain in the balls. Uh, How you guys doing? I just I just love how the notes that this uh, that the software is giving us tells us you can now book your Facebook live events up to seven days in advance. But apparently day of they tell you to go fuck yourself. I don't understand. uh, It's the first time we've had an issue with Facebook. So it is what it it is, guys. Yeah, It's not what you want. You think Mark Zuckerberg's fucking with us? Is that is that is that the, the deal on this? You think uh you think somebody's maybe uh trying to keep us down? Keep Stinks. You know, like cancel culture or some shit like that. It happens to a lot of the shows on the Shiny well, Wizards Network. I mean, if we were gonna be canceled, we would have been canceled a long time ago. This is true, Kevin. This is absolutely true. I think we all have grown up to the point where we can't be canceled. Don't, no, ch- I, don't challenge me with a good time. No, yeah, that's yeah. that's true. Matt, Matt, Matt yeah, would like it. Don't put any ideas in Matt's head. Yeah, oh boy a lot of great ideas up there yeah quite a few some of them <laughs> need to hit this some of them need to hit the speed bump though you know not all of them should come out you know. i put it out there on the facebook that we are having problems so just go to youtube and the facebook fixes itself so be it and if they don't well go fuck your hands still live on the rant that's right and you can still listen to us in podcast form but uh definitely uh head over to the youtube or twitch uh, or Twitter, you can see us on Twitter. Uh, full show tonight. We got Thunder Frog joining us in about an hour. Uh, yeah. We got tons of wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Tony, I know you are. Uh, you're having a day. Yes, a day is is a nice way to put it. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ask you this question, sir. Yes, sir. Are we making picks for Halloween Havoc on Saturday? What? Who's is that? A, is that NXT? It is an NXT vehicle, yes, sir. Now, is this considered just an NXT special, or is this is this in the realm of like this is whatever WWE Peacock exclusive? Oh, oof. but it's not a premium live event. That's the phrase I was looking for, Kev. Yeah, so I'm tempted to say no on this one, but I'm open to suggestions. Really? Yeah, if it's not a dude, like. I don't know. It's, uh, NXT doesn't really do like takeovers anymore, so this might be the closest thing we can get to an NXT pick. Fair, fair point. Fair point. What do you? Th- what? What say you, Matt? I 
would love to pick Halloween Havoc. <laughs> uh, Matt, sh- show your work. Why? Yes, you have to. You got to come with a reason. First of all, it's Halloween Havoc. Okay. Stack card. We're going to see a new North American champion crown. We got the NXT World Championship is on the line. Mandy Rose Alba Fry. Come on, people. I wait, 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 wait. That. What is an Alba Fry? It's the number three at KFC. <laughs> what is an Alba Fry? An ambulance match, a weapons wild no, no, match. No, 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 no. Time out, <laughs> rewind, hold up. What is an Alba Fry? Alba Fry is a female professional wrestler. Yes. Yeah, oh, does she diff- have like a big badonka donka she eats fries? No, she had a different name. I f- God, I can't believe it. Ky- Kyrie. Uh, Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray. No. Kaylee Ray. Yes. Kay- Kaylee. Uh, not the smiley one. No, not smiley Kylie. That's Kylie yeah. Ray. Right. Kaylee Ray, I think, is the one you're thinking of. So why is she Alba Fries now? Oh, Alba Fire, it's called. Someone in YouTube just said it's not Alba Fry. <laughs> Did you say Alba Fry? What a dipshit. <laughs> no wonder. I'm like, what the fuck is an album? Spelled right. like Don Fry's last name. Yeah, F-R-Y-E maybe. That's how it's spelled. Or is it F-Y-R-E? It's F-R... Oh, F-Y-R-E. <laughs> right? Now oh, that we've I got guess. that cleared up, let me let me rephrase my question. What the fuck is an Alba fire? Wow. It's, it's not are... quite a house fire. It's not a forest fire. It's just an Alba fire. It's uh, I mean, she didn't she didn't want to be uh, Kaylee Ray anymore, so now she's Alba Fire. I yeah, my Tony, God, you, have you ever had an Alba that's caught on fire? It's devastating. <sighs> Brutal. I Insurance, don't all that stuff. I don't know where they come up with these fucking names. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's, it's, this is probably ah, ridiculous. Will be there Saturday too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First name Re, last name Ridiculous. <sighs> Wait, is there an actual performer named Ridiculous? Not yes. Yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure they listen. I'm sure Chikara had a character named Ridiculous at some point. Well, Delirious. Ah, Delirious and Ridiculous. That would be all right. I I don't. I'm not a big Delirious guy, <clears throat> but that would be fun. Delirious and Ridiculous. It was like when if like if homicide and suicide ever teamed up in TNA, like that would be like. What would their team name be? I uh, conflicting interests. That's a good one. I thought you were gonna go with Life Enders myself, but that's pretty that, interesting. That's, that's not bad, but because like one is I'm gonna kill you, the other one's I'm gonna kill me, and yeah, like I'm gonna kill you. Not no, if don't I do worry about first. it. I got this. I got yeah. this. We're good. We're good. The we're promos good. would be pretty decent. I was planning on doing this anyway. Save your yeah. No, I'm good. Got it. Yep. Got it. No, no, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Serious. No. <laughs> don't dull the blade on your knife. Don't <laughs> don't waste any more money on ammo. I got this. Eric Freed's welcome to the chat. Conflicting interest is great. Of course it is. That's Kevin's idea. No, but not all gems. Yeah, no, most of them work. I'll give you I'll give the credit where it's due. It was a good one. Appreciate it. All right, so we haven't landed on if we're picking this wonderful pay-per-view or not. I well, yes. your fucking your your plus column has Alba Fryer in it, so I don't know how else you're gonna prove up that we need to pick this thing. Come on, man. It's a special fucking Grayson what? Waller and Apollo Cruz. What the fuck is a Grayson Waller? Grayson is that Waller like a Mason? A, Grayson Waller's gonna be a stud. But Grayson Kevin says he's gonna be a stud, so oh. and he's fighting Yoohoo Nation? Yeah, Yoohoo Nation's man. in NXT now. 
Yeah. Dude, what are they doing? That's is Eli bad. Drake is Eli Drake back there or LA Knight or whatever? No, LA Knight's on SmackDown. But he he gave up Mensois and all that shit, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Be, ex- be excited. Yeah. About. He's back, baby. He's back. Now he's a but, heel. God damn. So what, what happens to the fucking male model club? They are, are they... being managed by LA Knight's sister, Maxine. Oh, God. No, it's not bad, man. I mean, the gimmick, I think, is, is pretty whatever. It, it's not like it hasn't been done before. I mean, Rick Martel did it. What so. what's what's the better gimmick, uh, the the fucking male models or the Alpha Academy? They're both pretty good right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. Both pretty good, he says, Matt. Whoa, Dude, Chad, Chad, I, somebody's been watching their WWE. I have been not like not on time, but like I had it on at the bar on Friday. But I, I needed to go back and watch it again, which I didn't have a chance to. I wanted to watch Bray Wyatt's promo because uh, I heard that was awesome. But uh, yeah, so LA Knight, he came back like you thought he was going to be a baby face, like separating himself from the male models. But then like after afterwards, he's like after his match on uh, on SmackDown, he said, you think I did this for you talking about the fans? He's like, nah. Then he was like, yeah. Then it was like, nah. Dummies. Yeah. Then he was like, dummy. Yeah. But I'm very excited about LA Knight's potential because I think we're finally going to see it. Let's hope so. It seems like they've, the WWE's turned a corner with the product and things are pretty fucking exciting over there. We found out last week while we were doing down the aisle. Um, the Good Brothers are back on uh, on the WWE um, programming, signed to a brand new contract over there. And Machine Gun Carl Anderson will still be defending the Never Openweight Championship at Battle Autumn on November 5th. Dude, did you ever think we'd live in a world where someone contracted to WWE would still be able to wrestle for New Japan? It is. It's awesome. Um, I remember in the 80s that happened a oh, lot, God. but in, in the recent history, the past 20 to 30 years, never would have. Never would have. Yeah. Never would have in a million years. So, never. Matt, let me ask you this. Being all-knowing New Japan whisperer, is this a potential sign of things to come have you have you discussed about possibly wwe trying to dive into the new japan waters as opposed to aew i don't know um from what we know from what's been reported it's everybody involved knew what was going to happen so new japan knew that they were going to show up on raw they knew that they signed a deal wwe knew that they had verbal commitments through uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Now, we know Carl Anderson is going to be at Battle Autumn November 5th. We do not know, though, if this is going to run through Wrestle Kingdom. So we'll have to see. He's still the never open weight champion. Right. But yeah, that, is, he def- is he defending that, that belt on that show? Yes, he he's so, defending it against Hikaleo. Nobody. So gun, so gun to your head that he loses? Of course. Like history shows the never open weight championship never gets defended successfully. And when it does, it's oh. rare. It's completely rare. That's, that's not even where I was going with my question. My, uh, but I, it makes sense now. Matt, gun to your head, he loses. I, I would have. I, I don't see. It's see, more part, likely than not. Yes, part of me thinks like yes, he definitely loses. But if he, they've agreed to work through, um, to Wrestle Kingdom, like, yeah, everybody kind of wins in that situation, right? So. So my question was based on the traditional I'm here, I'm not there as much anymore, lose the belt. Not the fact that the championship just happens to get switched every single time it's defended. 
So based on not how the title is booked, but how we all know if you're signed somewhere else, you do the honors on the way out. So based on that logic, do you think? Well, it's not like he showed up on Raw with the title. I just, I don't know. I don't think Haikuleo is the guy, right? I think it goes back to Tamatanga. So if if WWE is okay with letting him go back over there one more time in January to drop okay. it to him, but who knows, man? Evil was the fucking IWGP World Heavyweight Champion fucking two years ago. So, Kev, can I so, give you a, can I give you a statistic real quick to show you how how crazy the Never Openweight Championship is? Lay it on me, Big Daddy. So let's go back to Wrestle Kingdom 13, which was January 2019. Will Ospreay had one successful defense. Uh, Kenta, almost eight months later, had two successful defenses. Shingo Takagi, easy for me to say, had three. Uh, Shingo won it back. He had one. Tanahashi had one. Jay White had one. The people who had zero successful title defenses, Jeff Cobb, Tai Chi, Big Tom, Hiroki Goto, Minoru Suzuki, Tom Ishii again, Tama Tonga. Fucking nobody retains this fucking thing. More often than not, they lose on the first go around. So, so you're saying, in your, in your expert opinion, T Donk, doctor, if you will, PhD, PH Donk, um, you're saying even if he wasn't signed to WWE, he'd lose this this match. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting take. Who's he, ta- who's he wrestling, by the way? Who's Ikaleo. he? Oh, <laughs> sorry listen this world isn't big enough for two hula hula men Tony. By, by the way uh mike spear brings it up uh hogan went over to new japan to wrestle muda when he was the wwf champion after he beat yokozuna at wrestlemania that was 93 but still statistically that's over 29 years ago at this point right 20, i mean i knew it happened but in this day and age, yeah, yes, post Monday Night Wars, you know, AEW, TNA, all that bullshit. So it's... now, now let me ask you this. Oh yeah, oh, you think yeah. Tony Khan's uh, crying in his britches that WWE's got this little kind of side deal going with with uh, New Japan? Or well, we don't know just... what kind of side deal this is. Like it's just, it's just as far as we know right now, it's just specifically Carl Anderson related, as far as we know. Right, Matt? Is that fair to say? So, yeah, that's all we know. That's all we know. Okay. If he wasn't the champion, I think it would be a non-issue. I agree. Like, if he had a match that wasn't... Like, if he had a match scheduled that wasn't for any championships, do you think they would still let him fulfill that commitment? Probably, right? Yeah. It's Triple I'd H, say, right? Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's the whole Triple H factor. I think, like, Triple H is trying not to be a dick with a lot of the stuff he's been doing. And I've trying and to, like... I'm sorry, Cody. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. He's trying to reverse, like, he's going to be like the bizarro McMahon of the 80s. Like, he's going to be like the bizarro. Like, I have no problem working with any of you territories or any of you other major companies, whereas Vince McMahon was the exact opposite. I'm fucking your shit up. I'm taking your guys. But where, like, Triple H will maybe be like, all right, maybe we'll see what we can do. I mean, I don't think, I don't think, like, Brock Lesnar is showing up on Impact, but, like, like, you know know what I'm saying, right? No, if it makes sense. Yo, imagine Brock Lesnar shows up at Wrestle Kingdom next year. That would be awesome. Fucking A, dude. Like, Jay White thinks he's all high and mighty because he fucking successfully defends the title. And then all of a sudden, done, 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 done. And you know what? It would make sense because Brock has history there. That big motherfucker coming out with a cowboy hat on in the fucking Tokyo Dome. How crazy would that be? It's oh. crazy that you think Jay White's going to beat Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. 
Okada. Oh, think, look, stranger things have happened. How many times? Let me ask you something about Okada, please. Yep. If you don't, uh -oh. if you don't mind. I love the guy. I think he's a star. I think I would love him in WWE, right? Or in AEW. I'd love him. How many, like, how, how many times has he held this this championship? Like eighteen thousand. The I so this version of the championship, the lineage of the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, he's only been champion once. Wait, what? Yes, because they combined at the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. So Okada's only won. Oh wow! No, the, see, Kevin, Kevin we had we had this conversation last year. This is a different title with different lineage. Oh. Because so it's, it's 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 two combined belts, but the lineage is is brand. It's a combination of two, but it's brand new lineage. So, right. so Naito was the first to hold it. Yes, he was the first double champion. What about? In the before time, like four was, time, he's a five time IWGP heavyweight champion. Yeah, right, that's that's even less. That's even less than I thought, to be honest with you. Yeah, but he's still pretty pretty new in his career. Like Okada really hasn't been around a long time in the grand well, scheme of things. Like especially when you look at guys like Tanahashi and uh, and that's how old Okada is. Oh God, Okada? 30, 31. Yeah, I was gonna say like 32, 33. But it you feels guys, like he's been around forever. That's right. He's thirty four years old. There you go. Okay. Now, how old is Naito? Naito's in his 40s, no? Yes. Naito is 74, confirmed. Uh, well, that's Naito's probably Tanahashi. Naito's 40. He just turned 40 this year. Yeah, he looks like an old man, though, dude. He's beat to shit. Tanahashi? No. no. Uh, Naito. Yeah, you ever see Naito walk? His legs are so Bro, fucked up. Tanahashi's 45. Oh, I know. I'm not saying he's much better. Yeah. I... <sighs> These like forbidden door runs make me think like so weirdly about certain talents. Like when Tanahashi comes over, like, and works Impact or like works like these other shows, or Minoru Suzuki comes over and works these other shows. Like even then now, like Juice Robinson just had probably like the highlight of his of his career. Not maybe not his career, but like like joining the Bullet Club. It seemed like such a monster deal. Now I'm watching him on Impact in front of like twelve people. It just makes me feel like. Like it, it, it. I must think it diminishes them because I love all these companies, but it's just like it's like all right, you were just in the Tokyo or Kakuin Hall, whatever it's called, Kaku Kaku Hall, and uh, and now you're in like Impact in Albany. Like it's just it's just like <laughs> stay stay where you are, man. Impact in Albany. You know what's funny? Like I I I kind of had issues last week uh, with with the internet, but I I listened. Um, that fucking Jersey All Pro show that you guys covered, holy shit, dude! Wait, it was no, it was Ring of Honor, wasn't it? No, it was Jersey no, All Pro. It was Jersey All Pro, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was insane, man. To be a fly on the wall for that show, good god. Uh, we didn't get to cover it last week, and uh, it part of it was because Tony had a shitty internet. Tony, do you know? And Kevin, Nothing, I don't even man. know if we discussed this. New Japan's introducing a new title. Oh yes. Is there going to be a tournament oh, for it? Yes. Oh, there's oh, a tournament going oh, on right going. now. The TV title. <laughs> oh, boy. You're not excited for the TV title, Tony? Uh, if only... Who... Is there? Is there um, a promoter? Like, is there a booker in New Japan that we know of? Like, is there? Is there somebody that's named where you go like, oh, that's the booker in New Japan? Kind of like how you say like, oh, Triple H is the booker of WWE or... Or oh, Tony Khan is the one that books AEW. Like, That's is there somebody? Question. It is Gato. Oh, so maybe Gato wants to win Promoter of the Year by just giving everybody belts. I don't know. What the fuck are we doing, dude? 
Have you seen the title? You know what? Uh oh. I'm not passing complete judgment as writing it off as ugly. It's different. I'll give it that much. I think it's pretty creative. Do am I in love with it? No. But I get the feeling they really tried their best to try to come up with something different on this one. Now I gotta Google it. It's uh it's the New Japan Pro Wrestling World Television title. All right, there you go. Now uh, they're throwing around the word uh world pretty loosely, huh? I mean, if you think about it, their only world championship oh. exists because of two titles combined, right? Yes. Like, I mean, their tag team titles, the heavyweight tag belts, the junior tag belts, like the only title that's ever had world designated is the newly created IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Why world television? Or was that you just saying that? I think it's no. always been. I think WCW's was world's television champion. In well, I mean, WCW they say the same stuff. thing in the NWA, but I think it's more of a gimmick to make it sound like more prestigious than it is. You know? Well, I mean, now that New Japan has kind of in, infiltrated the states, it can technically kind of be World's Television Championship if if that's what they want to do. I, you know, I see your point. I mean, we do have access to New Japan World and all the other goodies in the states, so it's yeah. yeah you know what? That that's a good point. But I will tell you this, Tony: the belt is freaking atrocious. <laughs> Matt, what uh, say you? I'm not a fan of it either. I I know what they're trying to do here. The idea. Um, is that they're going to use the title to highlight the relationship between New Japan Pro Wrestling and TV uh, Ashai, which I believe is the their their big TV company over there. And I think a lot of these matches, once they declare a championship, will be shown on YouTube and this uh, TV Ashai. Uh, and I'm probably butchering it. So that's a blueberry. So, uh, so you know, fucking throw your your hate tweets at Wizards Podcast. Let me know. Oh, Almost. the belt is the belt is gross. Oh yes, the belt. Yes, but me pronouncing TV uh, acai is terrible. <laughs> is it acai? Yeah, it's acai. Well, that's the blueberry. It's the superfood acai. Acai. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm I'm gonna allow that. I, that that's a good pronunciation. And it's also a moonsault too, right? Yeah, yeah, win for me, it looks like. You got it. I'll take him. I don't get him often. <laughs> well, asa- asa- think, asa- Asahi, because Asai is A-S-A-I, Asahi, <clears throat> as opposed to Asahi. Now, there's a C in there. In a, no. In, a, in Asai, right? No, there's not. Not in the moon. No, in, I mean, in, in the blueberry, I meant. Isn't it A-C-A-I? <laughs> yes, okay, yes. Not not the moon salt, though, but yes, no, you are correct. Right. Not the moon salt, but the blueberry. Blueberry. Like blueberry. blueberry, standalone fruit. If you know, you know. Yeah, this belt sucks. <laughs> it's like a. It looks like a. It looks like a belt buckle, but it also looks like a. Like a TV. Like can it, you oh, well, beat, I mean, I guess that makes sense. I guess. Can but. you beat that championship belt or New Japan Pro Wrestling Television Championship? Which one? The one that you made or the one that Kate made? Either one. Both. I'll take them both. I'd like. I'd rather have Naito walk out on New Japan with with that than than this brick. <laughs> brick. It's a brick. Is it the worst belt that's out there currently? Well, if you remember my top five. Yeah, I kind of don't. That's why I'm trying to. All right, wonder. so no, it is not worse than the NWA Women's Championship. It is not worse than 
the Impact World Championship. It is not worse than the Intercontinental Championship. So it's not a completely terrible belt. But we're talking about five titles in a sea of a million. Fair enough, but that might not be on Kevin's top five of worst belts. It might not have supplanted. No, it would make it. This would if I did this list tonight, it would make it. But what? number four, number five. Not a top got, three. Who who would I bump? I would probably bump. I guess off the top of my head, because I know the the belt that what's the belt that tie, the the NWA belt with like the red strap and the, the USA the national the, na- the, the national nas- championship national champ. Would I bump that? I probably you know what I probably bump the IC belt and put this on there. Really? Yeah. Probably. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, there's a tournament happening to, and and we'll find out who the new TV champion is at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Every match will be 15 minutes long. Oh, with the idea being that you have to uh, pick up the victory in a in a timely manner. Wait. So wait. When you say 15 minutes long, it's like are they like Iron Man matches or is that no? No. Sorry. There's a time limit. A 15 minute time. Okay. Okay. Uh, If it goes the distance, decisions will be made via coin toss. Wait, 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 wait. Matt, you got to stop watching this shit. Now, I don't know the uh, bells and whistles of this. I don't know what the coin toss determines. We have yet to see a match go 15 minutes. Wait, who's left in the tournament right now? Oh, yeah. Give us the rundown. Give us the the So your tournament right now. All right, uh, wait, let me ask you this first. Any of the big names in there? Tanahasho, Okada, Naito? No, your tournament field is. Ready? Let's see if I can guess one. Is Finley in there? Yes, he is. Ah, look at me. Is Yano in there? Uh, Toriano? Yes. Is El Fantasmo in there? No, no ELP. I'm sorry, Kevin. Is... Taguchi? Oh, sorry, Tony, your turn. Uh, Taguchi. No, no Taguchi. Is Bad Luck Folly in there? Uh, there is no Bad Luck Folly. Um, oh, God. Uh, Hanma. No, no Honma either. Wow. Can I get a... Can I get a... I oh, God, I don't know any New Japan guys. <clears throat> you do. You guys are missing a couple of glaring ones. Takagi. Get... Yeah. No Takagi. Wow. Can I get a Bullet Club pimp guy? Uh, no, you cannot get uh, 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 the Tokyo <laughs> pimp. What the fuck's his name? Yes. I can't think of it. Uh, Yujiro Takahashi. Did we say? Did we say Tai Chi? Tai Chi. You can get a Tai Chi. How about Great Okan? You can get a Great Okan. Can I get a How Jeff about- Cobb? You can get a Jeff Cobb. <laughs> now we're rolling. Uh, the other, the other one that's not Tamatanga. Can I get a will? Oh, uh, no Hikuleo, no, 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 the no, the other, the other Tonga gorilla of destiny, the other, the other gorilla. He blew his knee out. He's not returning Uh, anytime too. I had someone. Can I get a? Can I get a a a Will Osprey? You cannot get a Will Osprey. One of them is a past guest of the show. Chase Owens. Oh, he never, he never did the show, did he? Nope. He never ended up doing it. Can I get a Chase Owens? Tenzon. No, 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 no. Can I get a former New Japan? Any Gaijin? Uh, yes. Yes. yes he's, 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 oh, yes, the show. Brody King? No. 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 Come on. Come on. We're missing, you're missing a cu- 
we've thought we've mentioned two of them already today. Um, uh, mm, not a, mm, no, Matt Hardy, no. Uh, Austin Theory, can I get an Austin Theory? Austin Theory, no, you are incorrect. How about Sonata? Tony for Sonata. How about Tony. Evil? Evil. Let me get an Evil. How many How are about- we down? We've got one, two, three, four, five, oh, six, God. seven. Halfway through. <laughs> Half. Oh my God! This is a seventy-three man tournament. TJP. No TJP. It's only sixteen men. Um. Oh, Rocky Romero. No Rocky. What? Tony, are you on the are you on the website looking through a past guests? No, I'm just I'm looking through New Japan stars. Right. I needed the help. Um, past guests. Is it? <laughs> It was on the stream yard. It's not Sam Adonis. We just no. It's not um, Sam he's Adonis. Not, he's not over there. Is it? Oh, Clark Connors. It's not Clark Connors. Yeah, that's a good guess. One of the other guys. Alex Coughlin. It's not any of the. It's not any of those guys. Yugi Yumamura. Excuse me. Yugi Yubi Yumamura. I like that Yuma. Kevin's guy. Ooh. <laughs> what? That what? what it's not you and your. <laughs> Matt fucking lost it. It's not you and your you and your. Oh, I got I got one. All right, Ooh. Ace Austin. It's not Ace Austin. Oh, You're so fucking close, though. Oh my god, Chris Bay. How about we got a a, a Yoshinobu Kanemura? Is he on? How about there? a Zack Saber Junior? How about an Alex Zane? Ah, oh, Alex Zane. That's a former guest. Uh, Yoshihashi. Oh fuck, Yoshihashi. Aaron Hanare. Okay. Big Tom Ishii. Ooh. Big Tom. Big Tom. Uh, Ren Narita. Hiroki Goto. And Kenta. <gasps> Ooh, Kenta. So, so far. <laughs> go through my notes here. Zack Sabre Jr. beat uh, Alex Kane. Alex, Alex Kane. That's next week's game. Bomaye! <laughs> David Finley beat Kanemura. Yoshihashi beat Jeff Cobb. What? Evil defeated Hanare. Uh, Sonata defeated Tai Chi. And Kenta defeated Hiroki Goto. Tai Chi can't fucking sing anyway. Fuck that guy. Hey. Now, what happened? What happened with that dude challenging Kawada? What's up with that? Tai Chi? Is that what that is? Yeah, that was Tai Chi. Hmm. Is Kawada going to accept? I don't know. I don't know uh, what happened yet. I think that just happened yesterday. Oh, there's, there was memes going around on the old internet. Yeah, it happened yesterday, the 16th, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, yes, of course. Yes. 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 Uh, we've also, while we're in the New Japan world, let's just get this over with. Um, we have uh, our main event for the Wrestle Kingdom is announced, Jay White against Okada. Fuck Jay White. Plus, an IWGP junior heavyweight title four-way dance as Taji Ishimori defends the title against Master Wado, Hiromu, oh, Takahashi, and El Desperado. The only reason why Master Wado is in this position is because Kushida has hand, foot, and mouth disease and has not been able to wrestle for the past month. Oh, Kaksaki. No, Kushida. <laughs> Bless you. Nah. <laughs> now we're canceled. Why do we need to get a fatal four way, dude? Why can't they just have a straight up one on one? Because I think I think because Wrestle Kingdom's only one night this week, they're gonna try and this week, uh, this year, next year. 
It's it's only a one night show again. Uh, only one night. Back to one night. Night, night show. <laughs> night one. <laughs> yeah, it's only one night this year. Why do they do that? I don't know. I don't work for New Japan. Oh, you got to know. You got to I don't know. know that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Do you they're know? Back, they're back to not doing the the half open arenas with the for the pandemic. So I guess they're just going uh. It's going all out. Fill it up one night. Get it done. I like the uh, part of me liked the two nights. The night those. What part are you? All of them. Because <laughs> you know, I like it. Made it, I, I know it was kind of ridiculous. Like because like Matt traditionally like the night one was like a number one contenders match. Then the winner would normally on night on night two would fight the champion, right? Well, they did that that one year. Oh, that one year, two nights. Yeah, it's only been two nights for like two three years last right, year okay. they did three nights uh first two were were the were uh were strictly new japan and the third was a special where they did uh they did new japan pro wrestling noah right 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 and then the year yeah. before that it was for the pandemic and then <laughs> yeah the last two years yeah, I, I don't ever see like WrestleMania going back to one night, so that's why it kind of took me off guard that New Japan did. But hey, rock on, baby! Now it's going to be like a one night, like seventeen hour show. No, I think no. Um, I think you'll see. So we got the world title, we got the uh, junior. You'll see who the world TV champion is. You'll probably get a tag title match. You would hope. What about like all like the open weights and like the trophies and all that stuff? No, they're not going to waste. Uh, I don't want to say they're not going to waste. They're not going to. I don't think they put I'm those on. Going to waste the time. It's all right, dude. I mean, look, let's be realistic. We all know those titles are not, you know. They're going to do all that shit at like the new beginning stuff, like the next yes. day or whatever. Yes. It is. Yeah. Like, like what's, the, what's the one that, that happens right after Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah. It's new beginnings, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. That's all right. So, yeah, save it for that then, I guess. Yeah. So, and I'm sure you'll, you know, you might get like a, you know, who knows, an AEW title match or a Ring of Honor title match. You never know. God, I hope not. I hope not. Just let New Japan do their thing. Why do we need another title match on there from some other organization? Well, because Ring of Honor, the the IWGP tag team champions are FTR. So, wouldn't it stand a chance that maybe. Well, yeah, but no, but but Matt made it sound like, like if, like, uh, I don't know. Um, the fucking scissor me boys were gonna be on the show to defend the AEW belts. Look, dude, that would be awesome. It would be awesome if they did, but it's not a fucking Wrestle Kingdom thing, dude. Like, just fucking do your own shit. You don't need to bring anybody in. You know it's what I'm saying? It's forbidden door, don't it? It doesn't have to be a Wrestle Kingdom, dude. Let's make sure the IWGP tag titles are defended before we start bringing anybody else's shit. Yes, in. please. Can we get them to the fucking uh World Tag League, please? Yes. Please, yes, please, yes. Uh, to- Kevin mentioned the Forbidden Door. Uh oh, Tony, I don't know uh, how much you're in the know. AEW Rampage slayed Friday night with several, several returns. Slayed. We got Stu Grayson. Looks like he's back in the Dark Order. Or get out of here! Did you not? I guess you didn't see that. I did not see that. No, no I did not. Kevin fucking scared the shit out of me with his enthusiasm for Stu Grayson. I, dude, he was like he—he he was the one guy that like made me upset that it wasn't there anymore. Yeah, Actually, Alan Angels maybe too, but there's a backstage segment where Jose the assistant's still trying to get Preston Vance to join his squad. Yeah. 
Who is Jose the assistant? He's Andrade. What happened to fucking uh, the other guy? Who, Roosh? No! no, you're thinking of of Death Triangle. Albahambres. You're thinking of Penta and yeah. Oh, he's with them. Yeah, a little bit. What a fucking awful leader he is. Are he we getting him. to the fucking meat and potatoes of this? We is will. This, but is this where you're heading? You I fucking am, piece me, of dog shit. Let me fucking paint the picture, dickhead. And Kevin's excited now. I so am. Jose, Jose, the assistant, he wants uh, Preston Vance in the uh, number ten. He wants him to join his squad. They said the dark order says hit the brick so that they they go everyone hands in so then the camera pans out and it's the four of their hands it's Johnny oh. Johnny Hungy Alex Reynolds Evil Uno and then Preston Vance and then a fifth hand comes in and they <gasps> pan back and it's fucking Stu Grayson yeah I thought you were gonna say Adam Page I would have been like you motherfucker it was not uh, Chris, Jer- Chris Jericho uh, was successful in the tag team uh, was it a tag team match no. Or did he, did he defend the Ring of Honor title? I thought he defended the Ring of Honor title against Danielson. That was on Wednesday. That, that was Dynamite. Oh, that was Wednesday. Oh, that's right. They don't put that shit on fucking. Him and Garcia yet. had their like uh, in ring bullshit together. I did uh, not see Rampage. I can't believe I did not see Rampage. Oh, really, Kevin? Well, no, sorry. Wait, so, when did War? When did Wardrobe Wardrobe wrestle? Wardrobe. Get in the wardrobe, bro. Relax. Yeah, I'm at the thing. He's, he's steering the ship. So Jericho and Garcia are out there to celebrate them being the Ring of Honor champion, bringing no honor to Ring of Honor because Daniel Garcia turned his back on Brian Danielson. And who answers the challenge? Joe Dalton Castle. So you'll get Chris Jericho Dalton Castle next week for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Is that a rampage vehicle or is that a dynamite vehicle? That will be dynamite. Dynamite. Oh, is he there with his young boys and the the six man tag belts? Sure. He did not. I did not see the belts on them. Oh, boy. But they are the six man champs. Then. Oh, shit. At the end of rampage, FTR was wrestling the gates of agony. Which is con and the other guy con the other guy. There's a little beatdown action. Oh, baby. This popped me. I did see this. Ah, Kevin did see this. And then who made their debut in AEW? No. Uh, let's, talk, so, Matt, let's see, let's see how long it takes them to get it. Soraya. <laughs> We're looking what? for a tag team, Tony. Tag team to debut in AEW. Is it what? some group from Japan? No. Oh, I know. It's the OGK. There you go. Matt Taven, Michael Bennett, Maria Canellis show up uh, to put the boots to FTR and Warjo. uh, And it looks like we have uh, a new tag team in the Ring of Honor division, um, which is going to be weird Thursday night when they defend their Impact Tag Team Championships against Heath Slater and Rhino. So, Matt, do you know the spoilers for that event? I know nothing, Kevin. Okay. I I mean, I I think the writing's on the wall. I think they lose to Heath and Rhino, and then Machine Guns and Rhino and Slater battle over the belts. Are you Thanks. excited for that? I am. I, I, I mean, I, I, God, it's Rhino and Heath, man, and it's the MC. Order. Oh boy! MC. So AEW takes away OGK from my precious NWA. Oh boy! You don't know that. Oh boy! Did uh, they sign? Are they signed? I have not heard if they're signed yet. Yeah, I didn't think they're signed. You never know, Tony. It's a forbidden door. That's right. Forbidden door. So uh, I know what you want to talk about, Tony. 
I know you're very excited. We have a brand new. Oh, fuck your hand. Fuck your face. Fuck your mouth. AEW All Atlantic Champion. Yeah. You know what? My my greatest fantasies are a fucking are a picturesque scene of hell where it's just nonstop people having to stare at Orange Cassidy and Pac just kick each other in the shins until the end of the fucking existence of the world. What a fucking dog shit call this was. Holy fuck me twice and leave me fucking bleeding. This was fucking terrible, dude. Fuck Orange Cassidy. Fuck that belt. That's all Atlantic, but there's fucking all the countries on the Pacific fucking ocean that are in the goddamn thing. It's fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid. Matt? Uh, <laughs> Matt? Tony has just left Kevin speechless. Not the biggest Orange Cassidy fan. Um, Let me guess. Oh, it was great the way they did it. It was fucking wonderful. I'm not. I Tony, I'm I'm kind of with you. I, I, I those words didn't come out of my mouth. I don't yeah. like it either. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know why they did it. Because Tony Khan's a fucking idiot. That's why. There's no <laughs> other way to say it, dude. There's no other way to say it. Was you know it, what it is? Oh. It's ha- Halloween's coming up, and Tony Khan would like nothing more than to dress like Orange Cassidy and fucking put the All Atlantic Championship around his waist and parade around and go, "Look at me, I'm a champion." As big of a lunatic as you sound like right now, that is probably why he did it. <clears throat> fucking not, terrible, not- dude! What are they thinking? Like, honestly, like, what is the reasoning behind? Well, Orange Cassidy's over. Everybody loves Orange Cassidy. What the fuck, dude? I don't like it, but if it's a bridge to get the title on all ego Ethan Page, then I... Why would you use him as a bridge? Like, what do you need a bridge for? Because it provides everybody a nice feel-good moment. You send the fans home happy. He's over. And maybe you get a little more length out of this best friend's death triangle feud. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what we fucking need. Uh, More best friend's death triangle. Right, but maybe that's what they're doing. I don't know. I mean, I, if you're going to have a transitional champion, I guess a guy that will be over no matter what is the guy that can lose a belt and not have any shine taken off of him. So in that regards, it does make sense. And if, 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 if putting the belt on Ethan Page, which I would be all for, means that he can now defend the championship in Canada, he can defend the championship other places, like... And that would be a big say what you want about the all athletic championship. It's a championship that I still feel like all other championships still mean something. If you're an AEW champion, if you're a champion in AEW, it means something. So I, I wouldn't hate that if that's the route that they go, but like taking it off Pac this quick was not seemed bizarro to me. Well, Pac also has the prestigious trios championship with the other fucking oh, yeah, idiots sure. in the fucking flight club or whatever the hell they're called. Oh <laughs> Death triangle, Tony. Death triangle. Great. Triangle. Why is Phoenix not a fucking single star going for this championship? Why are we well, stuck with I, orange fucking Cassidy? You had a great match oh. at triple mania. Uh, and uh, Kevin, I want to talk about that. Cause I did want to see that. And, uh, the, the, I want to see that, that I want to see the Sam and Donna's match. And I want to see the mask versus mask match. Tony, I understand, but how can you sit there and be so venomous towards the AEW product and Arch Cassidy when you clearly sat down and watched the NWA this week and watched fucking Question Mark 2 have a match? 
What does that have to do? Uh, was question mark too challenging for the fucking NWA fucking World terrible. Heavyweight Championship? It's terrible storytelling. It's a terrible gimmick. You're going to take this gimmick that this fucking guy who unfortunately died turned it into gold. Then you're going to try and put it on some other schmuck. You All right. So let's back up. Where was the part that I thought this was a good idea? I, I actually I have, don't hate it. Kevin doesn't hate it. Tony, where do you stand on this? You no, Matt is absolutely right. It feels like they're kind of just running over what Josephus was able to accomplish in such a short amount of time with this gimmick. There's parts of it. There's parts of it that I'm not. I'm going to be honest with you. Like when they're interviewing fucking Rodney Mac, and he's going karate, I'm like, this big goofy motherfucker is making me laugh. This is ridiculous. If so, they keep this on a ridiculous level and they keep them away from championships, maybe it's okay. So okay. I didn't watch NWA this week, so I apologize for that. But I, I watched it when they when the, the, the second question mark made his you know intro, and we had um on uh Black G's, I believe it was we talked about it with Black G's, right? And I was like, man, like all right, so like all right, R.I.P. Josephus, awesome, but this was never about josephus the person this is about the character as question mark so if you can try to like keep that character going and clearly it was over when josephus did it but if you can keep it going it's like it's like when like matt Bourne left and and ray apollo took over doing the clown it's like the character was never supposed to be at least until we knew about it josephus i think yeah but i think though the beauty of question mark originally was that we knew, quote unquote, didn't know who it right. was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and who I think knows, that's who why knows people... how it would have paid off if he didn't pass away. So I mean, we would have, we probably would have gotten that payoff at some point. That's the thing. That's the thing. So, all right. So if you're saying that you're that these guys are doing something that should have been left to Josephus, I can understand that maybe you would feel a little uncomfortable with the story. But it's not that I'm uncomfortable with it. It's just it's just weird. Like it's a weird choice to go after in terms of the story at this point in but time. But does a lot of know? it have to do with how maybe Aaron Stevens can interact with him and and or them now? Like is it I, is it more what? about Aaron Stevens now as it is like it was before as opposed to, you know, I'll be I'll be honest with you and I think I think it does have to do with Aaron because Look, I get it. He goes out there. He tries to just do some do different things. You know, the problem is he's only batting about five hundred. This thing, I don't, I don't know if it's working, dude. I don't, but the maybe, crowd's been awful quiet when they see this shit. Like well, people should be excited, and they're not. You know what no, I'm saying? I, look, and to be, uh, I'm not picking on you, Tony. So people out there don't. You can like. A product and not like a storyline. Right. I just, you know, I want people maybe if they're tuning in for the first time, know where that line in the sand is for Tony, where he draws that line. Um, I think the problem is he was such a beloved character. Like it's, it's clearly obvious to people what they're doing, and people might not be into it. Yeah, hundred percent. Not hundred percent. That's a great point, and I won't and I won't argue that at all. That's a that's a fantastic point, actually. But. I guess I, I I can't get inside their heads because I'm not nearly as creative as Billy Corgan or Aaron Stevens or anyone that's in a position to write TV. But like I just feel like if it's an avenue to get Aaron Stevens, I mean it was the avenue they got Aaron Stevens back in the ring, right? Like that's right, yeah. That's, so like 
if that's the case, then I I'm okay with how it got there. And it's also like you t- you said, Tony. If it's gonna be just like ridiculous, then let it be ridiculous, and let's just not focus on the fact that this character was played by somebody who's no longer with us. Like that's how I that's how I personally take it. And it, no, if it stinks as a story, it stinks as a story. You can't you know you know put lipstick on a pig and make it you know not a pig. Yeah. And I, uh, no, I agree with you. I think, I think that's that's part of the thing, you know. Like, and and just watch the reactions, you know. It's just, it's not there. Like, so let me ask, let me ask uh, you this: Was it to the point where like they turned like Eddie Guerrero? Was it uncomfortable when like they turned Eddie Guerrero's death into like prop, like propaganda, not propaganda, as a prop for a like a, a storyline? Like, is it that, is it to that level? of No, 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 it's, it's not, it's not where like, like the stuff, the stuff they did with Randy Orton was like border borderline disrespectful. I don't see this as disrespectful per se. I think it's more Aaron Stevens just like, Hey, you know, this, this was a good story. Let's continue. Yeah. He might see it in a way where it's like, uh, it could be an homage. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. To to you know who was a dear friend to Aaron Stevens, you know, mm-hmm. I just don't think it's at that point. Like I don't, so I think it's it, like a mist. If you're saying the story just stinks, then I'm okay with it, and I'll take your word for it because you watch religiously every week, and I have been until this week. It's but... it's one of those things where I'll say, I'll give it a little while longer, but I really do not have a good feeling about it turning around. I I just don't. The one thing that's that's coming out of it that that is interesting to me is like this whole. May Valentine's kind of still like thinking that she's involved with Aaron Stevens and Kratos is back and Kratos wants to get Aaron Stevens in the ring. So he wants to have a match with him like that part of the storyline where he's trying to get Aaron Stevens out of retirement. I'm digging this part. Not really. Yeah. Although Rodney Mack pretending to be fucking question mark is fucking hilarious. Dude, I from day one when I saw that, I was like, he's like karate. Dude, that's so good. Like, if they left it like that, maybe it wouldn't be so bad because it's so over the top that it's funny and it's good, you know? So, Tony, do you have any idea who Question Mark 2 is? No. No idea. I don't know who Gags the Gimp is. I still don't know who Scion is. It's one of those things I just don't want to know. No, honestly, I don't know who Scion is yet. Scion I mean, is I, know a, he's, I know he's, he's Aaron Idol's... Uh, Aaron Idol, Jesus Christ. Austin Idol's kid, but... Matt, do you know who Scion is? I think Matt knows. Yes, I do. Who is he? No, 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 We are not breaking kayfabe in today. Come on. We break kayfabe every week. No, 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 no. Tony has Tony has one thing he would like to keep secret. I'm not gonna say relax. Yeah, relax. Uh two things more for AEW, and then I'm gonna talk about a little NWA stuff. Uh Sean Spears returned to AEW Wednesday night. He had been gone because his mother passed away. Oh, that's why. Yeah, so it's nice to see him back, and apparently he's bringing back the perfect ten gimmick. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was that was dope when they basically said ten FTR. That was awesome. And then uh, Renee Paquette is all elite. So Tony Tony Khan has officially swept the uh, WWE FS1 post show. He now has everyone from that first episode. Well, he uh, might have CM Punk oh, that anymore. first episode. Um, okay. Do you still see a Punk's not a free agent yet, Tony? Technically, he's still under the AEW banner, buddy. Booker T wasn't on that bad boy. It was Paige, Samoa Joe, Paige, uh, uh, Renee Paquette, CM Punk, 
and what the fuck am I missing? I can I can I ask you another Daniel, question? Daniel Bryan wasn't on that, was it? Yes, it was Daniel Bryan. Yes. Yeah. When did she come out and do an interview for her first day? Yes, it was. Okay. It opened the show. All right. Who did she interview? Oh Christ! Um, Christ, jeez. It's not a hard question. I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to make a point. It though. wasn't Moxley. If that's what you're getting at. No, that's no, 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 no. That's what you're driving. It was. Who Tony? Who, who was it? You, you're making. You're trying to make a point here. So who it was, was Christian? It, it was Christian. Oh, that was awesome. Okay. So, how many questions did Sorry, Renee that. ask Christian? One. So Maybe. she's Tony Schiavone with blonde hair and tits. Well, Tony Schiavone's probably got tits, but she, you get what I'm saying. She did something backstage too with Ethan Page, and yeah. she's right. doing- how many questions did she ask Ethan Page? I don't know how many pet questions is fucking May Valentine asked these fucking mopes. She listen, we give I give May Valentine a lot of shit, but at least she's fucking asking more and more and more questions that she's trying. I, Tony, I don't get your point. Now, was your point that she's not she's they weren't big, utilizing she's another, her enough? Yeah, or, she's another Tony Schiavone. All right, so maybe that means Tony Schiavone doesn't have to do what Tony Schiavone did. And now he didn't do what he did anyway. What are you talking about? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sting. Sting, welcome to AEW. I will thanks, say, Tony. All right, Zip. that's fine. Tony's now, Tony, gone. now Tony doesn't have to leave the broadcast booth. I understand what you're saying, that every single time it seemed like Tony Giovanni got into the ring to do an interview, it only left. took two seconds for the guy to take the mic yep. and then talk himself. Yep. So why even have Tony Giovanni there? I get that. Correct, so, ding. So if that's wait, wait. point. So, so we could have him do more pressing things like sit on commentary going, I'm having a good time, fellas. Well, Tony, I will, I will, uh, I will, I will curve all your worries about tomorrow night's dynamite. That's right, people. Dynamite's Tuesday night this week. Oh, great, great wonderful. Does this uh, mean the Mark Order is going to be on tomorrow night? They will be on tomorrow night. Will you be there will joining you be them? On the Mark I will not be there. It's hospital week this week. I am at the hospital every night from ten to midnight. Yeah, he's you helping okay? people survive after they've watched fucking two yeah. hours of dynamite from their heart attacks. It's a, it's a truck event. It's hospital week this week. <laughs> Tony, do not worry. Tomorrow night, Renee Paquette will sit down with uh, Brian. No, she won't. She'll ask one question. And Wheeler, Utah. But not to be outdone, Tony Schiavone will also have a sit-down interview with William Regal tomorrow. Oh, wonderful. Who who you said? Cesaro and Utah? No, Brian Danielson. And Utah. Oh, my goodness. And then Tony. Wait, so why? All right. So why isn't Regal in that sit-down with them? Aren't they all... I don't write for AEW. Gives a shit. Asian Joe, Tony's fanfare for AEW is unprecedented. Brother, wait until we go see that fucking pay-per-view next month. I'm going to be on fire. I can't wait. Neither can I. I cannot wait. Yeah, dude. That's going to be a good. That's. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. That's going to be a great, great night. Remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint, Tony. I hope this motherfucker is defending his fucking all-Asian championship and he gets his fucking shit pushed in by somebody in 30 seconds, and I'm going to laugh. I'm uh, going to oh, give me a kick. Give me a kick. Go fuck yourself. Did you did you say all-Asian because Asian Joe? You just read a tweet from Asian Joe? No, it, it's, it, it's a reference to the old uh, All-Japan championship. So. Uh, gotcha. Um, uh, what do we want to do? What do I want to ask about Kylan King or do we want to talk about the Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley showdown? I can talk about that. I saw it, but do you want to go with T-Donk first? I, I mean, if you, if you want to do NWA, like breezing through, did you watch it this week? 
I did look, I did not. I had a lot planned for today. And then uh I got sidetracked by uh sorry, that was a big sneeze. Holy You're good. cow. I have, to, I have to wipe through a bunch of stuff, and then I just uh held the tools while she replaced a couple light fixtures around the house today. Uh so that's all I'm good for. You're like the Al Borland to her Tim Taylor. I really am. We replaced <laughs> the light in the kitchen and we replaced the shitty light up here in the office landing with a light and a fan. And I'm literally useless. I just hold shit. A light and a fan. Oh, yeah. It's fucking gorgeous. That's nice. You gotta send those pictures of that. Fuck yeah. yeah, dude. Well, I know that uh, Dak Draper, he has advanced in the NWA National Championship tournament, the number one contenders tournament. So he will be wrestling uh, Scion. Scion. Yes. And I know Kylan King defeated Taya Valkyrie. And she is very, ple- very pleasant surprises on both of those matches. She is now the new number one contender to Camille's NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Camille, Camille. Um, also, uh, they interviewed Matt Cardona, Chelsea Green, and you know they they shit on fucking May Valentine, which is always welcome. Uh, we had the shit. Mo- did she pay good money for that? Uh, no, I think it was gratis, as they say in Spanish. Ah, uh, that means Spanish. free people. Fuck yes. Yeah. Um. The Hex wrestled Taryn Terrell and Natalia Markova. I really didn't watch that match. Uh, lots of homicide on Power and USA. Uh, they're telling up this story that homicide's becoming a bad man. Uh, he actually got into a Kevin Keenan after he beat Doug Williams. So uh, we're we're building that homicide is is an asshole kind of thing, which is it's kind of nice instead of him being the goody two shoes that he's got the junior heavyweight championship. So kind of digging that. Kind of digging that. How many more years do you think homicide has left in him, Tony? Um, well, he's already a writer producer for the NWA. I mean, so. as, a, as a performer, no, no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know what? Uh, full time at the well, I was gonna say maybe like two or three. I think, I think he wants to transition out maybe because he's doing so much back, he's been doing so much backstage for NWA for a long time now, right? So, you know what? He's gonna go whenever he wants to go. Can he still go in the ring? Absolutely. I think his work is uh, it's a little slowed down, but it fits the NWA. It fits the gimmick, what he's doing. And uh, you know what? You might be right. If he keeps going like that, he probably has another five years. If, he, if he's working the way he's working right now and he's not going out there, try to kill himself, you know? Yeah. And I wasn't trying to like say like that he's old or anything no, no, like that. No, no. I was just curious because he's been like another guy that we've talked about like before. Like he's been around a long time. So at some point you got to pull the train to the station. So I was just kind of curious that what you what you thought, Matt. What about, Matt? You've followed him for his entire career. How how many years do you think he has left in him? I, th- I think Homicide's super smart about where he plies his trade. Gotcha. No, I think five years is a fairly reasonable uh, ballpark to put it in. He doesn't do the crazy shit that he was doing in Ring of Honor uh, and the Indies out here now. So. You know, being the NWA TV champion, uh, junior heavyweight champion, excuse me, I think works well for him. My question, though, is does this story lead to Kerry Morton dethroning? But I don't know, man. It just feels like Kerry Morton's had so many opportunities. You know, like it, that's the weird thing about the NWA right now. Like we're getting Camille against Kylan King again. D- are they going to keep knocking on doors until somebody finally, like, you know, pushes one in? You know what I'm saying? Matt, I'll it's give you an weird. answer. I'll give you an actual answer. Yes, Kerry Morton is the one that beats Homicide. All right. That's a lock. You've, you heard it here first, folks. It's a lock. So I that was going to happen at the last show. So, Kerry, so when we do picks for Hard Times 3, that will be your pick. 
Well, we don't know that yet. There's a lot of time between now and then. I mean, oh, oh. oh I mean, I'm saying it right now, but a lot can happen between now and then. All right. We I mean, also hard times three ahead. is like a freaking three three day event, right? No, I think it's, I think it's one day. One day. Okay. okay. Uh, Pretty empowered lost a non-title match to Maddie Renkowski and Misa Kate, which. I get it. Like they've been playing off like that. Pretty empowered hasn't been on the same page all the time, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like I, I'm, it's NWA. It's old school booking, but Misa Kate, Maddie Rinkowski, like not really a team. So I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Tom Latimer bitching about EC3, saying he's gonna he's gonna beat him up next time he's gonna next time he sees him. Kratos doesn't think Aaron Stevens is retired. Um. Um, question mark is challenging Kratos because I guess he doesn't want Aaron Stevens to have to fight him. So there's a whole thing there. We touched on homicide, Doug Williams, good match. Homicide's becoming a dick. Uh, the fixers in a, what turned into be a three on two handicap match against the ill begotten Mercurio. You know what? They're, it's not everybody's taste. I love this fucking thing anyway. Cause the fixers fucking rule. There's no other way about it. I still don't like the fucking NWA United States tag belts, but at least they have the gimmick where they're dressing like the American flag and the USA colors and shit. So it all just kind of works. Uh, here's what didn't work for me. And this is, this uh, is going to be the last point about oh the boy. NWA. That's so tough. there's this whole thing that's been going on forever between Anthony Mayweather and Jack Stane. They're supposed to close the show with a false count anywhere match, right? Or last man standing match. Anthony Mayweather comes out with his son and he's like, you know what? I'm not fighting you anymore. I got bigger fish to fry. You know, like I'm walking away from you. And fucking Silvio, the lawyer's like, you can't walk away from him. So he's like, you know, you're going to fight him. And Anthony Mayweather's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. So Jack Stane starts talking shit like, hey, kid, if your dad's not your hero, I'll be your hero. And that's that's bad intention. So now we got to fucking fight. And Anthony Mayweather gets beat up and Jack Stane just kind of walks off. And it's like, I don't know, like, what are we doing here? Like, it's just a weird situation, you know? Tony, are you are you? Does it take you like a by surprise is how far in advance they like announced the matches for their pay-per-view compared to like other companies? Because like I hey, feel like I've been seeing like promos for like m- like at least a month about like the matches that they have booked for the show. What kills me is and I and I've touched on it before, they will announce matches and then they will talk to people as if they don't know the matches are happening. Like they talk to Trevor Murdoch after everybody knows it's a three-way, and they go. Uh, what do you think of Matt Cardona? You know, like uh, he might insert himself into this match. And then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I'll take them both on. I don't care. I'll beat everybody you throw at me. So it's like, we all knew, like, you didn't know, like you're the fucking champ. (laughs) You know, they got a bad habit of doing that lately. A bad habit of doing that. Not as egregious as uh, MLW just fucking changing belts without anybody knowing about anything. And I see Matt shaking his head because he's on board. Oh, dude, I'm. Dude, I, 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 we have Alan Kane, Alex Kane next week is our guest. I, I'm asking him about it, man. Dude, Battle what? Riot was what in June? It's October. Yeah. We, still, we still don't have a new set of, of MLW shows on, on YouTube, and they're promoting their show on the 30th in Philadelphia. Like, what are we doing here, people? Yep. Yeah. Yep. What are we even doing? Uh, we're going to get into Bobby Lashley and uh, Brock Lesnar. We're going to talk some AAA, some impact. We're going to go down the aisle. But next, folks, he's a blue dragon monster. No, oh, he's just a dragon monster. He's got a frog-like face. He's got green scales. He's got a pair of blue wings and a white underbelly. And he's our guest tonight. 
Super Thunder Frog. Right. Oh, wowie. What's up, baby? How we doing? Oh, look at this. Good to see everybody. Wowie. Look at the toys. Oh, man. I'm already rocked up, baby. Let's go. Mr. Thunder Frog, how are you? Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Feeling good. Feeling strong. Rocked up from the socks up. Wowie. Th Thunder Frog, are you in a rocking chair right now? What's going, what's going no, on over there? I'm just rocked up, you know, right now. I gotta go. I gotta move. What's up? What's you know, up, I fly, through, I fly through galaxies, baby, you know. I gotta keep moving and shaking, if you know what I mean. I, I do have to tell you, uh, you fly through galaxies, but you do look kind of nice there wearing a polo shirt. That's a, that's hey, a great... thank you. It, it's very long shirts. Holy oh, shit, dude. Yeah, you like this? <laughs> That's what we call a dress. Oh my god, dude! We call, is, we call that swag goo. Cause I'm gooey. <laughs> I'm a gooey, gooey frog, baby. Yeah. I uh, I don't know how to follow up a gooey frog, but I will pose this question to you, Mr. Frog. Um, Let's hear it. You have. God damn it, Frogman! Let me get this out before you, you. I've had a couple adult beverages, so just bear with me, Frogman. Hey, oh, cheers, man. cheers! I'm drinking uh, Lacroix. Oh, nice! That's a good seltzer. L Lacroix, yes, it's uh, limoncello flavored. It's uh, it's, it's pretty nice. Ooh, sounds very refreshing. I, I, I wish it had uh, you know that earthly. Uh, tequila in it, you know, it, it pairs very nice, Mwah, sweet. But uh, I, I'm being good frog today, it's still early, if you know what I mean. We understand, Mr. Frog. We appreciate you taking the time. A couple weeks ago, last month, um, Thunder Frog not only got a huge victory, but you got to wrestle at the Mall of America. Oh, uh, oh, the first oh, ever Nitro was held. How was that whole experience for you, man? Oh, wow, we, you know, uh. You know, first wrestling put this great show on with the Mall of America. It's it's been uh, it's something that's been brewing for a long time. And you know, uh, since uh, coming to uh, this beautiful Earth, uh, Minnesota has been my home. And you know, living in home, you got to understand the history. And the history, baby, wrestling. This is a wrestling town. It still is. And and while we, uh, there was a reason. The first Nitro was there. Um, and for some reason, for 27 years, uh, wrestling was not there. So uh, first wrestling and Eric Cannon uh, got together and uh, they made some magic. I had, um, it, it was, uh, how do you say, out of body experience, you know. I mean, coming from a super frog, you know, that flies through galaxies and dances with all the Dairy Queens. I have lots of Atsubati experience, baby, if you know what I mean. But it, this was something special. I was sweating. I was, I was dripping. It was, uh, it was, it was amazing. You know, a uh, thousand plus people in, you know, the, the capital of capitalism, you know, uh, loving something independent. Mind you, independent, no Ted Turner money, you know, no, no feud with Mr. McMahon, none of that. It was all for the love of pro wrestling, indie wrestling, and most importantly, I like to say Minnesota wrestling. It was magical, very magical. Interesting. That sounds Does that like answer your question? 
that answers my question, Mr. Frog. The progression. You have not always been a super thunder frog. You started out as an Estonian thunder frog, then you were yep, a regular, yep, yep. then you were a regular thunder frog, then you went yep, to yep, yep. super atomic. No, atomic super. No, thunder so you frog. miss, you miss. I I was murdered. I was murdered, and I uh, I was thunder frog. Yeah, uh, it was a uh, dark time. Um, you know, I was murdered. Uh, death, dead frog. Um. Lost my way, lost my hammer, you know, and then, uh, you know, that's when I was farmer frog, you know, I was hitting with the sloppy drop, you know, it was, it was a good time, you know, uh, got to my roots, you know, uh, you know, and it, uh, uh, you know, uh, Minnesota saved my life and, uh, I, uh, reunited with magical hammer and remember all the power I hold in all the galaxy and deep, deep down inside me. And, uh, you know, that, that was former frog now, uh, atomic, uh, you know, you got to switch it up, you know, you gotta, uh, you gotta evolve. You gotta be a, a, a better frog every day, baby. When you what say what's next, when you say, when you say magical hammer, you're talking about like your little thunder frog or. Oh, <laughs> I see what you're saying there. <laughs> yes. No, it's a big hammer and it's big, big thunder frog. Um, uh, but the hammer I'm referring to is hammer of peace. You know, uh, I was so graciously uh, 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 gifted uh, two hammers. Now I have I have very tiny hammer. You know, and that's that's for you know you know for real flashy stuff. You know, then I have very 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 big hammer, and that you know brings a lot of pain. You know, that drops you know all bad dudes. You know, boom. Uh, and you know that's how I won my match at Mall of America. I, I with my magical, very, very, very big hammer. And now I'm you're talking about little hammer, very, very big hammer. You big travel, big. you travel was, galaxies. Was have he? you? Oh yes. Oh no. Oh no, yes. No 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 no. no, 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 no. Wrong podcast, Yeah, don't tease us with a good time, Thunder Super Thunder Frog. So you travel galaxies. Have you travel? Have you wrestled anywhere else in the in the known universe that kind of was akin to like the Mall of America, like? Oh, um, you know, that's funny you say, uh, I think, you know, uh, so in, in Minneapolis, there's this place also called First Ave, and it's where the movie Purple Rain, if you're not uh, uh, familiar with, was filmed. And every single band that's ever picked up an instrument and said, we want to be world famous, uh, literally has like played there and, uh, it's a magical place and, uh. And I, I kid you not, okay, two out-of-body experiences, you know, uh, two out-of-body experiences in wrestling, okay, uh, 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 Mall of America, you know, it, something that is magical. You felt the, you, the, the spirits of pro wrestling, you know, there with you, you know, and th that was magical, yes. But coming out at first dab to, and I, and I come out to Prince is Thunder, it's, it's, something else enters my soul and then I, I i feel like i'm ascending so very slow down into a whole nother world baby is very rocked up but i and i it's a magical place the fans are on top of you literally on top of you touching and banging the ring and it's just it's alive you know you know like you know it's joe cocker you know saying there like let's go you know real fun stuff baby it's atomic thunder frog you seem very you seem like a very deep insightful knowledgeable person 
Very, very much so. You know, uh, I'm coming up on my 10-year anniversary in pro wrestling. You know, that's a, it's a long time being a super frog, you know. There you go. Um, it's a long, very long time, baby. So super, super thunder frog, let me ask you this. Yes, have you baby. ever tried to impart wisdom or knowledge on other people so they could possibly one day ascend to a super thunder? Absolutely, frog? absolutely, absolutely. I I think uh, if you're going to be a part of this wacky, crazy world of pro wrestling, baby, you, you have to understand. Uh, we are there to to give give everything we got because it, it's for the people. Period, and they're showing up. To forget and escape, escape their 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 good life, bad life, but escape. Feel in that moment they want to live and die with you in that ring. They want to see you triumph and and beat bad dudes. Uh, it, it, there's nothing else like pro wrestling. And I tell the youngins, you have to remember, it, you you love pro wrestling, so. It is, it is now your job, like Tinkerbell, you know, you have to sprinkle the love of pro wrestling to others. That's why Mall of America was very special. Uh, you know, as a young little tadpole, I used to go to Mall of America. I would ride a bus to Mall of America to buy anything I could find pro wrestling. I would sit in Barnes and Nobles and read The Observer. I would buy t-shirts at the, you know, Spencer's and Hot Topic. It was like, and to be there to know I, Thunderfrog, may have changed and made some, you know, little baby Thunderfrog another realm wants to be this magical thing that is pro wrestling. Um, you know, it's very, very, and you have to know the fans are first. So inspire every time you go out there, inspire. And also, it's a dangerous sport. It might be your last, you know, your last dance. And you, you dance like like no one's watching, baby. So, well, so, you. Oh, sorry, Kev. Yeah, uh, one more. Quick, one more. Quick, um, quick plug for the frogs social media at Thunderfrogger on the Twitter machine, uh, Super Thunderfrog on the Instagram. Make sure you're following him uh, so the fans can watch you dance like nobody's watching. Uh, Kevin, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No problem, man. You got to get the plugs in, man. Follow him on all the social media. Thank platforms. you. Absolutely. Yes, I would brother. love that. I would love that. I, and and tell everybody your favorite promoter. You love Thunderfrog. You want to see him bring Hammer. He is a funny wrestler, uh, one of the funniest, I think, you know. Um, and wow, we very, very rocked up, dude. That's all I can say. Got you are you are so rocked up. It's got us excited. It's got us very excited. So Mall of America, we keep mentioning Mall of America. Obviously, for a lot of longtime wrestling fans, the first ever episode of WCW Monday Nitro was held there. Uh, everyone listening to this already knows that. But when you when you found out that you were going to be wrestling there as a Minnesota guy, how much did that mean to you uh, going into that event, being in the Mall of America, where the first WCW Monday Nitro Lex Luger makes his you know debut there or return there? It like it like I said, it was literally you know magical. Like like I, like I say, I've been saying it for a long time, and that's why I love pro wrestling. Um, and I'm very happy to be able to have this in my heart because I say this, if I die tomorrow and there's no more Thunderfrog, I have lived a, a, a full, beautiful life because every day uh, wrestling brings me smiles, laughs, and just 
you know, it's magical. It's very magical. And then to be a part of something so big that has not existed in so long is, is, is magical, you know, uh, you, you can't like, you know, there, there was a pasta mania there, dudes, you know, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. You know, not Hulk Hogan fan, Hulk Hogan, ugh, but you know, uh, that's it is magical. Whoa, there, and there is... was also an aura video stand there. Ugh, that's but... that's more yuck than Hulk Hogan, dude. Yes, exactly. Dude. I um I got but you know what? That stand, I got my first ever Taz t-shirt there. I got a um best of cactus jack in uh Japan there. I got um uh just videos that I never would ever ever see, you know. So well, the Mall of America, like, you know, it, it, it's like, it's, it's a uh, home, you know, uh, this little tadpole grew up, you know, you know, in kind of the tough streets, you know, it, it hasn't been easy, baby, by any means, you know, I, I didn't get this body by, you know, just, you know, being a regular dude, you know, come on, yeah. absolutely. as long as that little tadpole didn't get, uh, you know, kept it, kept Rob Feinstein's hands off of him, you were good. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it was probably some other... It, I'm sure it wasn't that guy working there, you know. But, I you hope know. not. No, yes, no. I'm on your... I'm on your... I, it was all the way in Minnesota. As I understand that they had stands all over malls, you know, so... Which is creepy to think about, but yes. I'm on your, uh, I'm on your social here uh, at Thunder Okay, I, I apologize about spelling. I don't know how to read. I gotta know though. You said book the god, book the god of thunder, wrestling, sex, sweet, sweet buttermilk, and your mom. Why do you have to bring my mom into this? No, no, no. I want your mom to come. You know. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Say what now, Mr. I want your mom to come. You know, come see Thunderfrog. Okay, you that's know, correct. it's important. <laughs> you know, because if you can love something as much as Thunderfrog, uh. Let your mom come too. Uh, I'm all for uh, it. Let me, you were talking about magical things, wrestling at the Mall of America. I know you spent a lot of time at the AWF. Oh yeah. Talk to me. <laughs> talk, talk to us about your uh it What's seems up? like budding relationship with uh my man Big O Possum. Oh big old possum, you know. Uh it's uh you know that little big big old thing just crawled out of the trash out of nowhere, um and uh, making big uh, possumy uh, waves and and, and uh, stinking up the the streets of Minneapolis. But uh, you know, not sure if he's if it's a good possum or bad possum. You know, like you you know there's a good frog and there's a bad frog. Some frogs you want to lick and some frogs you you don't want to lick. And right. I, that's how I feel about this possum. But We'll, we'll see, you know. We made some tags together, uh, and you know, uh, seemed like cool dude, you know. How does the uh, how's the frog do with the the chicks licking the frog out there in Minnesota? Oh, what the chicks, the Dairy Queens, the the the, the queens of all queens. Um, you know, I'm just you know, I'm just a cute frog, you know. As you can see, I am not not prince yet, so you know, it's I'm right. just you know. I'm still, I'm just still rocked up frog baby, you know. Let me, how, so, uh, how far are you from, it, frog loves it all baby. How far are you from Elk River, Minnesota? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin always brings the heaters, baby. Good boy. <laughs> well, you bring up Kevin, you, you said, you say Kevin, I gotta know. AWF, 
Frogman, you run What's across up, that dirty, that dirty son of a bitch, JJ Rogue. Oh, I, I don't. Yes, I have. No, it, I. The, you know the system. They stay pretty much away from me. So I, I, or whatever the program, whatever their name is, the system was some old uh, other thing. I don't know. Uh, the bad dudes know they don't want any bit of this hammer, baby. That's no. all I can say about that. Do you? Uh, is the hammer? Is the hammer nearby? No, baby, that thing's asleep. We had we had late night. That makes late sense. Night. It's a Monday, Frog. Yeah, baby. Yeah, maybe they had a Sunday fun day. Every day's a fun day when you're with the Thunder Frog, baby. That's so right, let baby. me so let me ask you this, Thunder Frog. You never, What's up, you, ne- baby? you never enjoyed yourself a nice bowl of Hulkaroos or Hulk U's or anything from Pasta Mania when you were a little Pasta Maniac. He can hulk my butt. No way, dude. Hulking uh, your butt. What's this, what's, this, what's this anger towards the Hulkster, brother? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't get me going, baby. This frog is all inclusive. That's all I got to say about that. Brother. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, not so much. Yeah. Bad guy sometimes. You know, yeah, yeah, I, I, you... Took my vi- I took my vitamins. I all said right. my prayers. Did you? I did my stuff. And guess what? <laughs> He broke my heart. Thunderfrog. Thunderfrog. Super Thunderfrog. I apologize. It's okay. Ha, ha, you, call, you can call me Thunderfrog. All right, my man. So Eric Bischoff actually went on record saying that he wishes he was at that show. How does that make oh, you feel? Oh, man. You know. I'm back. I'm better <laughs> than ever. Yeah. That would have been cool, you know. That would have been really cool. Um. Uh, but he didn't. So yeah. next time, you never know. Do you, Let me ask so you, do, you, do you think there's gonna be a next time, Matt? I'm maybe, so sorry. Maybe Eric Bischoff is secret owner of you know uh, Monday Night Nitro. You never know. Maybe, maybe I think maybe Eric Bischoff might own Mall of America. I don't know. <laughs> Does, uh, so, Thunderfrog, I know this weekend you got eight, the A-Town Rumble coming up uh, Sunday, October 23rd at the Anoka Lions 10 event. Uh, and as we approach the, the wonderful holiday that is Halloween, what is Thunderfrog? Trick or treat, baby! What do you dress up for on Halloween, Mr. Frog? Great question. Oh, that's easy. I dress up as... If you um... say a fucking frog, I'm hanging up on you. Don't be a frog, bro. You're already a frog. No, no, dude. I why would I say I dress up as a frog? I'm I am a frog. Okay, that it doesn't make you. sense, is it? Isn't that isn't that the like you know point of Halloween to dress up as your favorite uh, goblin and ghoul? Uh, I don't know. Are you, you know, too cool uh, for Halloween? Are you like Jim from the Office? Am I too cool for Halloween? You're you. First you say Ooh, I'm this... wearing dress, and now you say no, I'm I never too said cool that. for Halloween. Okay. No, all right. No, I'm not too cool for Halloween. And That's this cool. year, it's a big surprise I'm what I'm going to dress up as. And I, I guess what? You're going to have to uh, come out to Anoka and see a Thunderfrog in his fashion forward Halloween digs, baby. And you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Love it's it. secret. I hold it to the belt. It's too early to announce what you're going to okay, be. What were you, you last year? What were you for last uh, Halloween last year then? I was Macho King, Randy. Oh, Sanders. you could be Macho King, but you want nothing to do with the Hulkster? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, 
Is it because the Hulkster has lost his eyes for Elizabeth? Oh, mainly. Wait, and and also, if, you know, also, if you're going to keep digging, all the great racist things he had to say about people. That's mostly why I don't like Hulk Hogan. So we he call that suck butt. This suck we butt. call an, we call that an oxymoron. There's no such thing as a great racist thing to say. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> how do you there, Hulk Hogan? Yeah, suck butt, brother. The yeah. Hulk, how do you do the suck the my macho, ass, dude? How do you do the Macho Man with the? Where do you put the? the do you put a crown on? Yeah, dude, you, you just get big. You get a, you, I, you know, it's a big crown. You know, it's a large crown, but you slide that baby on, and I look like slide it on, dude. You also wear a Saturday night. Do you wear a Macho Man dress like you're wearing today? Oh God, it's a Sherry dress. Hey, you're you're so nice. Uh, uh. So with that said, ah, oh, come on, frog. Matt, don't do it. Uh. Yeah, what? Who? What? Who? JJ Rogue paid me to say that. Hey, tell JJ Rogue, who are you? Don't <laughs> suck butt. <laughs> Fucking no good, JJ Rogue. Yeah, JJ Rogue's a son of a bitch. Let's get back to Super Thunder Frog, though. You, you got. Okay. It, it, it better uh, be nice questions. Yes, absolutely. So the AWF, obviously. I play nice. Obviously, you and uh, Big Opossum, you fell short end of the stick for the tag titles. And we talked about your tag team experience with him. Is that the end of the road for you and the Possum? Or are you guys no, going to No, no, no. Okay, no, good. absolutely not. You know, uh, Thunder Frog lives and let lives, you know. Uh, it, it wasn't uh, Possum's fault, you know. It wasn't Frog's fault, you know. Sometimes no. you just, uh, you know, you, you miss the tag and you, you, you get dropped on head and one, two, three, a uh, match is over. Ref hang, hangs hand, uh, you know, raise hand, and then you then you go to back, and then you, 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 you get real sad for a second, and then you maybe get a hot dog or leftover oh, burgers, um, and then you <laughs> then you say, wow, you know, I wish we could have done way better, and then you say, yes, yeah, next time, and then, we, then you know, we hug, and, uh, you know, then you do it all over again. Wait, they're giving you leftover burgers, dude? Is that because you're hanging sometimes, out with Possum? Sometimes. Sometimes. Would you be willing to table sometimes. table the tag team with the Possum and go after the newly crowned AWF champion, Nick Nelson? I beat Nick Nelson a lot of times, yes. That's right. Of course. Yes. Absolutely. I, I, I you know, I, I say this, okay. Nick Nelson... One of the greatest Minnesota wrestlers. I love to battle Nick Nelson. He puts on a hill of a fight every time, baby. Um, I would love to tangle for the gold, you know. It's been a while. Where you at, Nick? Why, uh, I, I see um, you've never crossed paths with just this Jordan character. Oh, whoops. No, I have not. Um, actually, one time, it was a long time ago, this Jordan character, he uh, he used to wrestle, and I don't know if uh, he's probably going to come after me if I tell you this. Oh, uh, we don't want uh, that. He, don't tell us. Don't yeah, worry about it. Okay. Well, you know, one time, you know, uh, he was wrecking shop in a ring. It was uh, somewhere in, 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 in the south 
uh, region of Minneapolis, mean streets. And he's beating all these dudes up. And uh, I came out there. And you know what that dude did? What's that? You know what that dude did? I dropped a hammer. Did? I dropped hammer. And then that dude kicked me in the face. Ah, what that dude Nuts. do? Yeah. So, uh, please, you know, uh, I don't know if he... He got that superpowers he still have when he used to wrestle as Leather Daddy, but uh, that, <laughs> Ooh, leather that daddy. dude, that dude, uh, he was he wasn't afraid of no hammer. You got a guy. There's somebody that doesn't like the Hulkster, you you use a lot of dudes and brothers. And... It's called taking it back. <laughs> We are on the line with the Thunder Frog. Oh, uh, follow sure him are. at Thunder Frogger on Twitter. Super Thunder Frog on the Instagram. Thunder Frog, I ask every single uh, oh, guest no. you have on the show. I got to ask, have you ever had a frog poopy incident? What's that? Oh, you like poop your pants. Or you're, you're, like in or a you're... wrestling ring? Anywhere. No, like anywhere. Um, oh, I mean, I've, I've pooped my pants, but not in wrestling ring. Everybody's pooped their pants. What do you mean? When was the last time if, Super if Thunder Frog pooped your pants? Then you ain't cool, baby. That's how I see it. That's right. You then are Matt, then Matt is fucking super cool. Matt is Miles Davis. Fuck you, get the reference. <laughs> there you go. Have you ever been in the ring with somebody who's pooped their pants? Twice. I say no names. <laughs> I don't want to name. <laughs> No name, but but no, were you, on, were you in like were you like in it's the middle stuck. of doing? Yeah, it's, did big old possum make I, a big I, old I, mess? You can you can find you can find it. I just start yelling. You stink! You stink! Did JJ um, did JJ Rogue shit himself when you were in the ring with him? Please tell I me mean, that happened. In and out of life, maybe all the time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a yes. Fucking rogue shit his pants in the ring. That's a perfectly <laughs> correct answer. Oh, what? Okay. All right. Whoa. Okay. All right. He okay. made a doo doo, right. dude. Oh, boy. Brother. <laughs> brother. You know something, dude? I was in the ring with Thunderfrog, brother, and I shit my britches. <laughs> told me I that's ex- that's exact That's exactly what happened. Then he, he told me I to sucked what, dude? He he tried to lift hammer and then it just blow out the yellow trunks of his. Dude, that's a uh, again. If you're not familiar with that's Thunderfrog, a, hey, that's the next T-shirt. Yeah. All right, coming at you, dude. Uh, <laughs> is, it's happening. It's it's already it's already in the works. I already talked to my guy. It's happening right now. Just if you are. Boom. <laughs> If you're not familiar with Thunderfrog, go to his Twitter yeah. at Thunderfrogger. There's a video pinned to the top of his account. Dude, the big hammer is no joke. It's fucking Dude. giant. It's giant. It's big. Like it's a giant said. hammer, brother. And no so one's lifting that hammer, dude. Are you the only one that can lift the hammer? Yeah, baby. <laughs> Fucking Thunderfrog. You're the Thunderfrog. You're the best. Hey, hey, thank you. You're all right. Just I know, I know. We had some, there was, you know, I know. I'm sorry. A little bit Lightly. of awkwardness. Well, all I get right. the money. The money talks, buddy. I got JJ Rogues, pet, you know, he's but he's paying for all these figures. 
Oh, okay. How, you got you got figures? What you sell? You got toys? You got toys there? I'm a big toy guy. I, I, I grabbed some toys. I sold the toys. Let me segue. Uh, my 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 Earth brother got me two uh, awesome toys for uh, my birthday that just passed. Thank you. Uh, happy birthday, Thunderfrog. Buy That's some right. stuff. For me. Uh, uh, this one looked, uh, so I, I was obsessed with, uh, bone crunchers. So, you know, those are my dudes. Like I'm right, a bone right. cruncher through and through. Uh, right. so he what picked me up this little diddy. Nice. Got me a Sid. Yep. Yes. Blue trunks it looks did. pretty good. Pretty clean. You know, I don't hate it. You know, it's very nice. You know, I love, you can see monster ring on the back and you know, that's cool. I don't have one of those, but I really like one of those. Um, yeah, I have... that's cool. Got me that, that Sid there. And then, um, my favorite, because I believe from memory, it was the first wrestling toy that I was like, I want that one. And I picked it out. Um, cause I had some Hasbros, but I think like those were forced on to me, you know, by, oh, you know they were the best parents. ever. Has they didn't do shit. I hated Hasbro's. No, I, I understand. Bone, bone crunchers were the more the most playable. Yeah, you could action you could figures do a lot. ever. Agreed. Yeah, and there was some dumb ones, you know, like um, but you, you, you Savio Vega and good. the Sultan. Yeah. <laughs> Savio Vega, the Sultan. Um, British Bulldog was all right. He at least no, 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 no. Bulldog was one of the best ever. Like, no, uh, Sean. They, I love Sid. I I played with the. the I played the heck out of Sid, um, but uh, also but, but Ahmed Johnson was like the same mold as as Bulldog, I believe. Ahmed's mm -hmm. arms were a little tighter, but that was great. Yep, you could do the yep. suplex for days with that Bulldog. Yeah, I love that. I love that. These actually look a little wider than the ones I remember, but yes, very very cool, very cool stuff. And then he got me a Vader, but I don't know where that is right now. Yeah, if Vader you was a good figure too. If you don't like I the love Vader, if you don't like the Hasbro's, you gotta hate the LJNs. Oh, I hate the LJNs. Thank I, you. I, like, I'm sorry. And, and it's not, it's just, you know, I, I, I literally like played with wrestling toys, like nonstop. Like right. I loved like, and then, and I would, you know, after a big old spot <laughs> off the top rope, I would just, you know, remember falling, laying back and just, you know, selling, like there's something magical in, in it's just, oh, look at that. That's sexy. Don't yeah. play with me, baby. You know who gave, you know who gave oh. me this? Oh, who? Shining mm -hmm. Wizards, Matt. Oh, what a sweetheart. And underneath you get, it, you, you get, you get, you the can't new see star. it, but underneath it, I have the raw, the raw monster ring. Oh, wow. We, and then I have another yeah. one upstairs in my closet. So I had very much strict rules, you know. Uh, my friends, you know, if you're playing with my toys, you know, dude, you know, no, uh, Hands over the ropes. They have to be under the ropes. Don't tear down the top rope like that, you idiot. Um, right. Can't do this shit. You have to do wrestling moves. Yes. Uh, so no, this I, this I, shit for those who are not listening is literally just smashing wrestlers together. I, I, no, so you gotta. I, I had I had no friends, you know, because I rather you know open up the bin and you know have WrestleMania thirty five. Well, it was it wasn't thirty five, but in my head, you know. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was magical. On the frog, I'm gonna tell you this: before I had monster rings as a kid, I used I had bone crunchers, right? I had the the, the entire first. I had uh, Sean, I had Razor, yep. I had Diesel, yep. I had Brett, yep. Goldust, Taker. Actually, no, I don't think yep. I had Taker, but my wrestling ring was a Scrabble board. Yo, wow, we 
Like I used a Scrabble board as my wrestling ring, and I used like a napkin dispenser as my top rope. And I'll send you a picture oh, of wow. that to prove it. See, and that's and that's the funny thing because then you carried that over to like backyard wrestling, and then you're it wasn't a ring, but then you're just doing the thing. Like that's yeah. that's that's why wrestling's a magical thing, man. It's so Agreed. cool. Like, come on, you know what I love about fall right now. I used to remember a backyard wrestling for days and hours on end because it was nice and cool out and you can put on a lot of clothes and uh, leaf piles, you know. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. Anywho, sorry. No, I got carried away with the figure talk, so I I apologize. (laughs) It's okay. I love love toys. I I do. I absolutely do. So My favorite, a favorite I have, it's a double pack, uh, Vader, Shawn Michaels, Bone and Thrasher. Oh no, no, just a double pack. Those two, and it has no, uh, it has no back. It's just white because it was the mm-hmm. first ever twin pack. Really? I love it. I love it. I love it. I did not know that. What are you, uh, Frog? Are you are you collecting any of the current stuff today? Oh yeah, absolutely. I love the elites, uh, you know, and I and I also uh, fell in love like during uh, you know uh, pan- pandemic time, you know. Um, I really loved, got into the classics, the Jack classics, baby. Jack those, classics. those, they made some really, really, really cool ones. Um, prize possession, uh, Andy Kaufman, Jerry Lawler double pack, and then Andy Kaufman's single. Uh, I hold those deep to my heart, you know. Dude, did you uh did you happen to catch tales from the territory last week? No, that's out. I did not know. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did a whole episode on Kaufman and Lawler. Okay, wow, we I know what I'm doing when I get off of this, baby. Yeah, apparently it's on I'm YouTube. Kind of... Oh, whoa. Uh, nice. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Dude, nice. I would love to have you back and talk wrestling figures for like another hour. But let's do it, baby. I, I didn't know that. I, got, I didn't know he was an enthusiast. Uh, right now, I'm using for this uh, iPad uh, stand here. I got the uh, Eddie Guerrero in the lowrider pop, uh, pop, pop, Funko there, dude. Like, look at me. I'm, I'm, oh, look I'm at crazy. That. You over got here. some Backlund. You got some Hammond. What is that? What is that guy? Is That's that a mean gene. LJN. Oh, it's mean gene. LJN. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, baby. What wah, wah, wee, wah. are you supposed to do with that as a toy? Literally. I, the guy doing this? I let him cut it's promos. It's emoji. I let guys cut promos uh, with him. Okay, just... I'm saying. Uh, I'm with Thunderfrog. The LJNs are shit. No, I love them. Love them. You can't do anything with them. They're just hunks of rubber. You, you hit fucking Tony in the head with it. You call it that's where your imagination exactly. comes that, in. Yeah, they're, they're better as a weapon for your younger brother than you know anything. Thunderfrog will knock you out with the hammer or Greg Valentine's Brutus Beef. I wonder if anyone's done that yet in a, you know, uh, hardcore match, LJNs. That that would probably hurt. I think that would uh, puncture Mm. liver or something, you know, maybe. Great question. Oh, I know it's been done with bone crunchers. I know that. I know bone crunchers. I believe Hasbro's too, even. Yeah. Oh, you got to be. I would get so mad if you did that with Hasbro's because they're so much more valuable than bone crunchers. Yeah, which is heartbreaking, but you never know. All right, dude. I I I I have to leave. Yeah, 
No, we're good. How, how, how long am I supposed to stay? No, you can leave. You could have left whenever you wanted. To be honest with you. Okay. Yeah, hit the bricks, Thunderfrog. <laughs> I, I I know you guys are itching to talk about like like uh, you know, hardcore like you know, real you know, non-comedy wrestling. But uh, I thank you very much to you know letting this Thunder God be on here. I know you know it's it's very special. Um, and uh, I I love the, all of you fans, and I love podcasts. I I, I think they're beautiful. I thank you guys. I know they're a lot of work. I've been wanting a podcast for a long time, and I'm just too lazy for that. Like, it's very, like, I, I, I it's hard work. You guys, you know, it's very cool. Well, thank you for having Rock, me. Anytime you want to come back on and shoot the shit or talk about flies. I would or, love to. I would love to. We would be more would than happy to. to have you back on. I would love At to. Thunder Frogger. We can get it like Twitter. a deep. A deep, intense uh, conversation about the the pros and the cons of pros and cons of LJNs, Hulk Hogan, Pasta all Mania, of it. all of frogs. It. Yeah, frogs. Pro wrestling. Ah, that's right. Okay, well, I mean, we just we can cover it all, brother. Thank you for having me. Um. I uh, hope everyone has a, a great uh, Halloween holiday. I, I hope everyone, um, uh, you know, uh, is, is staying healthy, uh, drinking your water, um, you know, uh, telling your parents you love them. Um, and even if you don't, uh, trying to find a place in your heart to love them. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, remember, uh, wrestling is very, very cool, baby. Stay rocked up. Love it. Thunderfrog, thank you so much. We'll talk soon, my friend. Bye-bye. Thank you, Thunderfrog. Mr. Thunderfrog. I got deep at the end there. <laughs> that was awesome. He was a maniac. He was I fun. wish it didn't take the, like, the last second of the show to realize how much he liked wrestling toys. Well, now we have something to go back to. Maybe a little bonus ski. He was awesome. Be sure to follow right. Thunderfrog at Thunderfrogger on the Twitter at Super Thunderfrog on Instagram. Where, oh do you guys want to go? Where do you guys want to go from here? To the bathroom. All right. Kevin wants to go to the bathroom. I'll do some Patreon plugs uh, and then we'll do a quick Triple Mania recap because I know Tony, uh, excuse me, I know Kevin uh, watched the show on Fight and then we will go into our Wizards Rewind. Uh, so at this time, we want to take a moment to thank those that support us over at our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. For as little as $1 a month, you, yes, you, the fan, can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. That $1 a month gets you mentioned every week uh, on this great show. Uh, and then $3 a month gets you content uh, from our bonus archives. $5 a month, we will plug your social media. $10 a month, you are entered into a monthly drawing where you get to be a part of the show. Uh, Brendan uh, Bergen? No. Brendan. 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 Brandon. Brendan Haney uh, was part of the show last week for Down the Aisle. Uh, Ryan Schlong was here for our interview with Clark Connors. And he David Henry the Bauer. David Henry the Bauer. David Henry Bauer III will be part of our November uh, podcast. In what aspect, we do not know. We will touch base with him once he is settled in Texas. Uh, we're happy to hear he had safe travels down there. And he stopped, and he saw our boy Milwaukee Tom on the way. 
Uh, at this moment, we're going to thank those that support us over at our Patreon. I almost said Twitter. Man, I had breakfast, and now I've had two of these Angry Orchard drinks, and uh, I'm a little toasted. So I apologize. But now, those who support us on our Patreon, Kathy Hummer, the Queen of the Shining Wizards, Manny Kratzo, King of the Shining Wizards, Danny Rusinello at not Danny Russ on the Twitter machine. Please make sure you're following him. Anthony Rusinello, Sean Toe, Sean Calejo, Kate the Great Hensler at Miss Kate Fabe over on the Twitter machine. She's doing the Mark Order podcast on Wednesdays. She's doing Sour Graps on Tuesdays. She's doing smackdown rampage recaps on fridays for fightful kate is everywhere she's doing commentary for excite wrestling uh up in north uh up in up in upstate new york uh kate is just doing it also follow her at miss kate fabe uh matt garifo no relationship to the kjg at who matt 81 christine friesendorf mark parloni happy birthday mark Jay Cop, the big cop of pump. Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock at High Five Tom on the Twitter machine. He does the Marking at ROH Revelry podcast with William Mercier Jr. It's definitely worth something checking out. Uh, Michael Hammond, Matthew Birch, Braden Bergen at Enfuego30, our number one fan from Iowa. Brendan Haney, Ryan Schlong, he's over there repping the Mark Order at Mark Order Pod on the Twitter machine. Asian Joe. David Henry Bauer III, his pal Antonio Horseman, makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords856.bandcamp.com backslash music. Mike Peterson, uh, at LOL, Mike Peterson. I Dunk Biscuits, be sure to follow them. Uh, Daily Smark, dailysmark.com, at the Daily Smark. The Daily Smart helps find the latest wrestling news along with up-to-the-minute daily podcasts. Don't forget, we deliver YouTube videos to keep you in the loop. Who... What are you guys doing? That's me. Why? Because I wasn't sure if what the move from the stream actually meant. Kevin Rogue at Pod at JJ Rogue means at TOTS pod. And last but certainly not least, he's got a Twitter handle at W Mercier Jr. The one, the only William Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be. In William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? Kevin, I know what you mean. Sorry about that. What are you eating there, T-Donk? Rice cakes, baby. Rice cakes, baby. I'm going to do some mukbanging. Oh, you're going to mukbang? Delightful. Look at this guy. He's doing it all tonight. Weren't you supposed to to do a mukbang with the the Kirks? Uh, I, I would love to. I just don't know how how that's going to happen well considering you and kirk don't really get along i mean right. me and brand uh, we get along uh, just fine Mr. Kirk. He's, he was here he came to the house for a show yeah i know i'm all I'm well aware we got along I'm, we get along just fine okay bro I mean, he's got bigger things to worry about he's got to worry about mads kruger uh, picking up his lady scooping her up oh listen I'll- man you want to be a you want to be a world champion and wrestle with the big boys, shit like that's going to happen. I guess so. Uh, we're going to talk a ton of MLW next week, but Tony, there's a couple things we need to talk about here. We got this Fightland card coming up. It's recently been announced that the new era British Bulldogs will be in the house. 
the Billington Bulldogs, right? Yeah, it will be uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. and his cousins Thomas and Mark Billington taking on next week's guest Alex Kane, Myron Reed, and Mister Thomas. You mean the Bumaye Fight Club? That's what they're known as. That's right. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, they also seem MLW that is seem to have a new deal with Pro Wrestling TV that will kick off in November. So I don't know what this means for MLW Fusion on YouTube, but I know November Thursday nights at 8 p.m. We will get to see MLW Fusion. It will continue to air on BN Sports on Saturdays, but Thursdays 8 p.m. on Pro Wrestling TV is the latest announcement. Wonderful. Are you excited? Yeah. Thrilled. You should be. You should be. Can't wait. Shit my pants just thinking about it. You shit your pants. Fuck yeah. How dare you tell fucking Thunderfrog I was the king of shitting my pants when you shit your pants definitely more recently than I have. More recently, sure, but yeah, I, th- I feel like you have greater frequency. I don't know, dude. It's been a while since I shit my pants. Dude, right? no, Matt- you shit your pants, brother. Mattress has one really good story, and that's why I think that it makes it seem like he doesn't. No, awesome. Matt's had a few good stories over the years. Come on. I think the one, years, though. Dude. I dude. think the one, though, is the best when he's like Wait. literally right in his bathroom. And yeah, but come on, it. dude. Pizza truck. Target, come on! He's had a few. Yeah, He's Target a, was a long time ago, dude. You're like, oh, I had to reset the clock, and that was like two weeks ago, dude. Where? Yeah, uh, I was at. I was at breakfast. Yeah, but that's at my kitchen table. That's not like out and about in public. Still kitchen, shit your pants. Kitchen table. This is fair. You shit it more than I do. Uh, I don't know. I think we'd have to compare notes on that one. Uh, can I take a piss before we start? D- no. Doing- Who do you? No. Yes, you can. You are? Of course, you can. We just did. Maybe fucking talk about Orange Cassidy for twenty minutes. Now you got to go take a piss. I didn't make you talk about Orange Cassidy for twenty minutes. That was probably a seven-minute conversation that segued into question mark two in the NWA. That's how we do things. We are professionals here. That's right. Professionals want to leave the show to take a piss. Well, at least <laughs> you got you motherfucker, son of a bitch. I may have done the stupid things with the, the video, but that was all T-Donk being a jerk. What? What are you talking about being a jerk? You're a jerk. I'm not a jerk. <laughs> now I'm a jerk. <laughs> What's up, Kevin? Hi to all four of you. Dude, right now. dude, like what else are we going to talk about? I really don't give a shit about anything else. I want to talk about this fucking, this, this the, wizard. I know you're, you're like jonesing to talk uh, about this. Dude, I want to talk about it so but, badly. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I was suspect on this at first because I didn't even know the thing existed. Yeah, dude, never be sus when it comes to old school wrestling with me pulling shit out of mothballs, dude. Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. This may have been, on one hand, the most ridiculous thing I've ever watched, but also, on the other hand, the greatest thing I've ever watched. So so here's the sad part, right? Like, I, I didn't even go looking through some of my... Like, last time you guys were here, I gave Matt a lot of my old shit. And I right. know... That I would not have given him. Give him a lot of your new shit too. Yeah, but like I would not have given him the pile driver video, and it was my brother's. But I don't even know if he still has it. And Matt that's a probably sad does. Thing. No, Matt probably still does. We can ask him when he gets back. Oh no, he probably has his own copy. But what I'm saying is, like, my brother had a copy. Oh, I thought you I... said you gave him yours. No, 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 no. I would have held that oh, back for sure. Okay, okay. There's, there's a few things that I that I would have held back on purpose. That definitely would have been one of them. But I don't even know if I if I remember seeing it to hold back. To be honest with you, dude, it was it's a master. I'm not gonna lie to you. It it was. I waited till like the very last minute to watch it so I wouldn't forget anything about it. It was a masterpiece. 
Yeah, and it's it's pretty it, much it, how it's exactly it, how it's I remembered it. In its own weird it. way, it was a masterpiece. It's exactly how yet. I remembered it. But we're not there yet. Well, hopefully, we're there soon. <laughs> no, we got to Listen, Tony, I watched the freaking ridiculously interesting Lucha Libre pay per view. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, let me ask you this. Okay, go so for it. So, I, the know. only, I, I know a few things for sure. I know, I know Taya Valkyrie retained her championship. Um, I also know that Sam Adonis's team won, but yet didn't yes. win the trios titles. Yeah, and I guess, what kind of French fried titty fuck bullshit is this? No, here's the here's here's the deal, brother. Um, and and uh, it, when I, when I heard them read the rule, and first of all, listen, um, there was a lot of stuff that bothered me about this show. And listen, I'm flying as blind as I possibly can into triple a like i have i know nothing about triple a but there was so much that immediately bothered me about this show that like even to them like explaining the rules like just because a t- the team had to pin the champions which made no sense when the winning team john morrison brian cage and sam adonis decided hey hey we don't want we'll just pin the non-champions yep. and not win the belts yep so like that like we're jumping ahead a little bit, but that like blew my mind. Like why, how that could honestly even be a thing in a match where your main purpose in professional wrestling is to win championships and you just don't do it. And maybe it's different. Again, I'm flying blind to the Lucha Libre right now. So maybe it's different down there. Maybe they think that it's earning your shot by just winning the match and taking whatever you can. Matt, do you have any thoughts on that? I don't. I was gonna ask how because I didn't see the show. I do know the results, and I knew that the the winning team the 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 only way the title could change is the champions were pinned. Right, and, and I'm could, shocked that Sam didn't correct us on that last week. Um, but I was gonna ask how the uh, English commentary did explaining the stories and such. Well, first of all, the feed sucked. The feed sucked for the first, and I and I didn't watch it live. I streamed it later on. It's all right. So you know how like Kevin Kelly sometimes and that other dude, the British dude, Chris Charlton, they do their their commentary remotely, right, Matt? Yes. These it guys really, also. It depends on the situation. So right now they're in Japan. These guys also, Larry Dallas and um, I'm sorry, I, I don't know the other guy's name. Uh, Joe Dombrowski. Dombr- yeah, Dombrowski is the name, something like that. And they did it remotely from two different places, obviously, and. I know it just didn't sound great. And Larry, Larry Dallas is a very polarizing guy. Before I get to the show, I never had a personal problem with him ever, but it just, it wasn't, it wasn't great. Uh-huh. So like, I'm not trying to shit on anybody, but it, it was just like, like you, like it, it sounded like commentary that you knew they were doing from their, their houses. Man. So like, if that makes any sense to take away from this is supposed to be the WrestleMania, Sam Adonis, Sam Adonis sold me on this show. Like he's the reason why I purchased this show. So I wanted to make it as WrestleMania as possible. And it just didn't come across that way at all. Like the end, not till the end, not till the end. The end was like, like tears, like a flowing, but um, it was just bizarre. And, uh, God and the the freaking Titan and the way that it was shot, like the way that it was filmed, like everyone like 
talked about how Vince McMahon wanted like hard cuts all the freaking time on WWE shows. The way that that was shot was brutal, brutal. <laughs> like the and, and the entire Titantron, for lack of a better term, was a freaking commercial. It was a billboard for something, and it completely distracted me from the match because every five seconds there was a different ad on the freaking Titantron while matches were going on, and they cut to that. Their hard cam faces the Titantron. Like, faces it. And there's a commercial on it every single time. So they're cutting away from outside ring action, match action. And I'm watching a commercial for, God, I don't even know what. There's, like, little cartoon, like, looked like Mr. Magoo was coming up out of his freaking shell and, like, coming up on top of the, on the Titantron. Well, I'm trying to watch what was, I think, a pretty good match, but I don't know because I can't see all of it. So would you, would you... Order another triple A paper if it's 20 bucks, like this was 22 23. I'd give it another shot, but this is supposed to be their biggest show, so well. like that, that well, that kind of that kind of probably negates me ordering another one. I just did it because Sam Adonis totally sold me on it. And so, if you had to uh equate it to, to another wrestling show, what would you equate? Triple Mania 32. Nothing, I don't think. Nah, honestly, nothing. Like they like WWE shows are were better. Um and to, uh, again, this was like the like the, the wrestling of the wrestling was fine. Like there was a lot of stuff I didn't like, but that's just preference. So who knows? And it's just a lot of me not knowing how Lucha Libre really is or how Lucha Libre USA or triple uh, A usually is. So like there was good, there was good stuff, like. Uh, Phoenix and uh, Vikingo, who I didn't even knew existed until the PWI 500 came out, and apparently he's one of like the best wrestlers in the world. That was dope, and the fact that they had you know his dad there. Uh, apparently he's El Hijo del Vikingo. He's not the actual original Vikingo, but that's his father. But they don't call him that, so they just like so like that was dope. That match that match slapped. Uh, to to say what the kids say, um, and then the end when uh, Viana Four got his mask taken off. The, like the the best part about that match was the ending and the and the ceremony. A lot of blood in that match, which I didn't realize AAA was very renowned for their blood. There was a lot of blood in a lot of stuff. The Taya match, there was blood. Uh, there was there was blood. There was a lot of blood. Uh, so, oh, Cibernetico Pagano, Mamma Mia, bro, that. First of all, Cibernetico, I don't know if you guys remember, he was like the WWE's answer to like WCW's Luchadors. And I never thought that I'd see him in like this big a spot. And he was, and it was dope. He didn't have a mask. He wore a mask on at first, beat up, beat up Conan and nonsense. But that match was insanely bloody. Thumbtacks, all the nonsense, the whole nine. So I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I don't want to like harp on it too much. There was some good stuff. There was some weird stuff that I didn't expect. But again, flying totally blind into into AAA. So, Sam Adonis, kudos. You got AAA to get my 23 bucks. <laughs> uh, so, you probably, it's safe to say you're out on AAA. I can't never say I'm out on anything, to be honest with you. Like, I'd say I'm out on NWA and then I watch it like every week. Like, I'm out on MLW one week and then I watch it the next week. I mean, most of it is for the sake of the show, but 
I, I could I could end up loving it next week. Who knows? All right, very good. Um, uh, price check on Larry Dallas being a former guest of the show. Price check on Larry Dallas being a former guest of the show. I didn't mention that. Yeah, you did. Should we not? Should I not have? Well, he was not oh. a guest of the show. <laughs> he was not a guest of the show. No, I don't care if you mention Larry Dallas or not. It's just that he was never a guest on the show. I got no qualms with Larry Dallas, but he was Me never either. on the show. Me either. <laughs> then how do we know Larry Dallas? Because of Tier 1 and Dave uh, LaGreca. And we ran into it. Me and you ran into him in MSG. Yep. All right. So he never did a he never did a pop in. Uh, nope. Nope. Guys, you guys are impressive. Why don't we try? That's right. You keep us on our toes, Kevin. I yep. listen for sure. I'm the I'm the stepchild. I get it. So if you had to recommend two matches from this, are they the Phoenix Vikingo and Pentagon Viano Four? Yes. The, the, yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent off the top of my head. Yeah. For sure. Did you see? Uh, I don't know if you uh, punched out or if you cared, but there was post match uh, shenanigans. I, I probably I probably punched out after um, once I saw that like, the announcers were kind of back on the stage talking about stuff. I I punched out. Well, our very good friend Joey Janela, uh, along with Alex Colon and Gringo Loco, attacked El Hijo de Vikingo backstage. That's I did not see that, and I did not see. Apparently, Flip was there too, and I didn't see that either. Flip was he wrestling as Flip, or was he under a mask? Because they do do that. You do do. So there was a so there's a concept they do, Kevin, and it wasn't on the show. Uh, where AAA works with with Marvel, there's some kind of deal there. Oh, all right. So the pre-show, whoa, uh, they do like I know Brian Cage is dressed up as Wolverine. Johnny Morrison was somebody else. They all kind of don these very generic Marvel costumes that are not authentic. They're kind of look like knockoff ones, Captain America esque things, right. and they are part of the pre-show. So maybe flipped at that. Oh, maybe I did not see that, and I and I watched from the beginning of the broadcast. So yeah, what, what was afforded to me? Yeah, it's yeah. not something they put on the uh, the broadcast. Let me see if he was on there. Uh, Excuse me. Let's see. Nice. Oh, that, that was like a, I thought that was Tony. They don't say. Uh, was he in the third? Was he in the third? He was. He was in the thirteen person Copa Bardal Triple Mania match. I did not even see that. That wasn't on the the. the no, it was the dark. It was yeah. uh, Black Taurus one. He beat Electroshock. Chess that match. I'm sorry. I, I, am I confusing Impact with AAA? No. Okay. So no. It was. Yeah. I'm confusing Impact with AAA. Yeah, dude, yeah, this is the thirteen the thirteen man match with Nino Hamburguesa. Oh, of course. And Mister Iguana, and uh, Lady Shawnee, and what? Flip Gordon, what? and Aerostar. And Jack Evans. Oh my god. This like sounds that. like a fucking crash episode of MLW. I got Tony gets all annoyed. Ugh. Like like just by the mention of somebody's name, not even like what happened. Like just like Yep. That's all it men- takes. Dude, I'm <laughs> like, too old to sort shit out. I either hate it or I like it, and that's it. I move on. Really? Some sort of personal vendetta with any any time we mention something, you just like Ugh. Yep. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Cocky. Ugh. There you go. Well, so that was yo, but dude, Matt, if you watch like like literally the billboard on the Titantron was obnoxious as shit. Like I'm not like that's if if anything persuades me from not doing it again, it'll be that. 
I mean, that's fair. I understand. Yeah. Like, I understand. It's like they have some sort of. They probably have some sort of deal where they got paid a whole lot of money by all these sponsors, and they just had to keep it on the on the Titan Tron the entire time. Brutal, brutal assassin. Uh, I brought it up when we were talking to Thunderfrog. You guys see the Tales of the Territory this week? Yep. Yep. Good times. It was good. It was it was well done. The Kaufman and um, Lawler. Lawler. It was well done. They told the story well. Super. More than maybe like the movie did. More than because the story's been told a million times. Yeah, I think so. Because you got Jimmy Hart, who was who was who was in the know, and Jerry Jarrett, who knew what was going on, and obviously Lawler's there, and and the Double J's running the, the 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 conversation. So they did a good job of painting the picture, how it all came together, and 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 how it all kind of came to an end with uh, Andy's untimely death, and right. It was good stuff. It was really good. It was it was sad watching him cut that that promo on the Jerry Lawler show where he's coughing and then he apologizes for coughing during the interview. That was fucking rough, dude. Cause like Ooh. you knew at that point it was borrowed time. It was fucking sad. Although I did I also found it pretty funny where Jimmy Hart was kind of like his handler and Every day, every time they wrestled, they'd have to go to Graceland and go meditate in front of Elvis Presley's house. It's fucking weird. He, he was a weird egg, man. Kaufman Kopp, hey, loved doing the meditation stuff. But it was good. If you get if you, you get a chance, check it out. I know that Vince McMahon thing is tomorrow night, too. That Vice documentary before they do the AW. I think it's the AWA tomorrow night. Yeah. Is Where, is that is that Vince McMahon thing confirmed? Because I thought I read something today that they still haven't announced the the date for it. I could be wrong. I could definitely be wrong. I, I mean, I don't know about the, there's there's a couple different ones. I know the um, I know the 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 Netflix one is still going. Hey, let let me ask you this before we before we move on. Do you think the Andy Kaufman's story is better or worse had Vince McMahon agreed to go forward with him. Because the whole thing is Vince turns him down and then Bill Apter's the one like, hey, I know the Jarrett's down in Memphis. You want to, you know, want me to reach out to him? And, you know, Bill Apter kept that ball in motion even after McMahon told him, you know what? It's kind of like not our thing. Two things for you real fast. Let's close up this one. Uh, Kevin's right. Vice does not have this this Vince McMahon thing listed at all. It's the replay of the first two episodes of Tales from the Territory. Okay, fair enough. Get that out of the way. Now, let's see, Jerry Lawler. Well, Tony, well, Matt's looking for that. Yeah, I mean, because that's the, the go ahead, Kev. Uh, Tony, to answer your question, I think like this story is so epic that despite like the exposure, maybe Vince McMahon and WWF could have gotten it. I don't think it could have been any better than what it was. Like it could have got more, it could have got more eyes on it, but it was so good that like, I don't think Vince McMahon could have done it better. Yeah. And I, and I think, I think the fact that the uh, Memphis territory had crowds where kayfabe was alive and well, yeah, and you didn't have, I mean, not to say that kayfabe didn't exist in New York, but, it seemed like they were much more uh, passionate, aggressive, right. um, you know, like if you fuck our guys over, we're going to riot kind of people. I mean, I know you saw it in New York, but 
you didn't see it quite as much right well, in when, later when, years like you when, would still see in the other territory when you when you're on letterman you're seeing it everywhere like so well i don't but, think leather that they talk about it in the show kev letterman was not letterman was that, that he was a baby letterman on the the map yeah, this show did more for Letterman than Letterman did for this show. For, okay. You know, for, All right. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't know that either at the time, but they made a point to say that like yeah, Letterman was brand new to the shit. But but even so, I maybe maybe we're talking about this through like nostalgia lenses. Like maybe Vince McMahon could have done it better. Who knows? Well, but, here's, I, but but it's not it's not Vince that we know. It's his father. It's old man Vince. Oh, is I have, then I have no idea. Then no. Yeah, then so uh, so it's nineteen eighty two. Who do you, who do you, who's, who's the guy for that? That's the other thing. If Vince senior takes it, who's the guy? Backlund? Putsky? Yeah. Oh, oh, so we're talking no Lawler. We're talking Andy Kaufman and someone else. Yeah. So what if Vince senior says, yes, I want to do this with you. Who's the guy that makes it work with Kaufman? Not Backlund. Backlund's too. Yeah. Backlund. And Hogan was, was still two years away from this. And Vincent McMahon Jr. or not Jr. but Vincent Vincent K doesn't have anything to do with the company at this point in '82. You mean? Not, yeah, he's, yeah. He, he's just an announcer. Maybe, and it doesn't work with somebody big. Like it doesn't work with like a Hogan or an Andre or somebody that maybe size. Like, maybe like Fred is is Freddie Blassie still a thing? Is, yeah, but he was always a heel. Okay, so I'm sorry, because Jerry Lawler is the, the top babyface in Memphis. All right, so and he has to be a babyface because yeah, you're right because Kaufman's such a douche. You're right. Okay, um, I mean, Hulk, listen. To be honest with you, McMahon fell into like the perfect storm just a couple years later with God. Captain Lou, Cindy Lauper, Piper, Hogan, Mister T. That whole thing. This is. I just this, don't know if I don't know if Kaufman works. This is like a, a hold down the aisle, like literally, like this is a whole other like episode. Um, well, then maybe we should hold on to this. This is interesting. Yeah, but Tito, Jun- junkyard dog, Tito, J- junkyard night. Here's this is the from what I found. This is the 1982 men's roster. Okay, Alpha, Andre, Big John Stud, Bob Backlund, Bob Orton, Buddy Rogers. Chief J. Strongbow, a very young Kurt Henning, Don Morocco, Greg Valentine, Ivan Putsky, Mr. Fuji, uh, Lou Albano, Johnny Rod, Snooka, Pat Patterson, Pedro Morales, Ray Stevens, Rick Martell, Rocky Johnson, SD Jones, Sika, Superstar Billy Graham, Tony Atlas. It might have. Maybe it works with Putsky or Putsky or Atlas. Maybe yeah. I'm thinking uh, Tony. I'm thinking. I'm now. I'm going back. I'm thinking Backlund. Backlund like, just wasn't over the way you would think he was, though. But uh, as opposed to like uh, the only other person that was more over than than him at that point. Now the ideal situation would have been Bruno, but that was clearly never going. To Holy be- shit! You know what? Maybe they enticed Bruno to come back for something like this. But I don't know if Bruno works with a TV star. I don't know if that's a thing. He was a TV star. Who? Bruno? Bruno. No, but I'm saying, like, I don't I don't know if Bruno, with his protection of the business, would want to work with a cop. Gotcha. I don't know. It's possible, but I don't I don't But think I mean the happens. only other person that was probably more over than than Backlund at that time would be Andre. And I don't think Bruno would be afraid to do like the kind of stuff that Lawler did. Like, dude, 
Bruno puts Kaufman in the in the Italian backbreaker, and he fucks up his back, practically the same as the pile driver. Right. That's you know? imagine imagine if if it's like I know you're I mentioned Bruno I brought it up so you're you're running with it, which is good. I think it would be great. But imagine if like we get ninety four backlin in eighty two. And yeah, but then, then he, he, but then he's a heel. No, he he is a heel, but we see the aggression out of Backlund. Like we saw, like what if it's Backlund slapping Lawler in the face or slapping Kaufman in the face? I don't know if that works. I think I think I think Kaufman's got to be the heel. No, what about well, well Lawler? Lawler slapped Kaufman in the face. Yeah, because because Kaufman was talking right. shit about the business. That's why. so. I'm I'm in, I'm switching places. If Backlund did it, that would show an aggression and an edge to Backlund that we wouldn't have seen otherwise, probably. Yeah, but about, uh, Pedro, no, well, um, maybe Pedro. Nah, Pedro doesn't work. I, I, Tony, I'm, I'm, I, whoever said Backlund first, Matt, was that you? Uh, I'm thinking Backlund. Oh, I think I just ran down the list of guys. Someone said Backlund first. I think maybe Tony. Look, I, you I, could do, you could do Pedro, you could do Putsky. Putsky might work. Putsky could look. work because he's just caught while, while Putsky is like wider, he's still shorter. And so, I, I, and you have I, to remember, Kevin, it's your gimmick too. Kaufman went after the stupidity of people in the South. He could easily have turned it into, if he uh, was in the WWF, he could have easily turned it into something against uh, uh, Mexican people or Polish people. Yeah. All right. That's fair. <laughs> oh, 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 like, that's fair. Because you, I mean, you, you're gonna go, you're gonna go after, uh, go after somebody from Princeton, Minnesota, like Backlund. All right, that's fair. The whole, the whole gimmick was about the South and doing that stuff. All right. Holy so that, shit! Imagine he comes out throwing tortillas in the crowd or some shit like that, or with a big sombrero and a mustache. Holy fuck! Yeah, dude. but the thing is, Pedro, like, I mean, Jerry Lawler was like, ja- like bigger than Andy Kaufman, and everyone was bigger than Andy Kaufman, but like. I just don't see it. Pedro, you know, was, that, that, Pedro was five. Pedro was 5'10". Yeah, Pedro's not a big. I mean, he's yeah, uh, he was big. Bruno, yeah. Bruno's not really tall either. Like Bruno's like five eleven. He may be six feet tall if he's on his toes. You know what? I think this whole conversation leads to the fact that it was. It, it just all circles back to that. It was so perfect with Lawler. It was a perfect storm. It really was. Yeah, Bru- it, it would have to be Bruno or nothing. I think now at this point. I don't know, man. It's nineteen eighty two. There's a lot of. There's a lot of shit that 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 Kaufman could have gone after with the with the right guy. Again, would have made it work. You know, we're not. There's no melt. There's no observer. There's no internet. It's 1982, so it's like you had to be at the garden. Like they're gonna do it at the garden, right? You had to be at the garden. Andy Kaufman shows up at the garden, and he fucking mocks Pedro Morales for his Mexican heritage. After he beats a hundred women wrestling or whatever, you know, like it could have gone a hundred different ways. Right. Pedro is Puerto Rican, by the way. Yes, okay. that's right. Yeah. But the, but the initial question was, could it work better than it did in Memphis? And to me, I think the answer is still no. Right? Was that? Like, I think that's. Question? Does it work better in Memphis, or does it work with somebody from the WWF? I think I. Hindsight is twenty twenty. I think it wouldn't work with. Anybody other than Lawler? It just—it was—it was just too magical. Well, I don't disagree, but the again, Tony raised the question because in the doc, that it, it brings up the point that he went to Vince McMahon Senior with the idea first. Yeah, uh, dude, I can literally ponder on this and think about this for freaking ever. 
And yeah. I, I know you just ran down the roster, but like I don't see anyone that you mentioned unless like Tony said Bruno comes back or Backland or somebody like I, yeah, I think Bruno it. was that over. You might be able to capture something there, but even that would be a tough sell, I think. You'd have to get Bruno on board, and I, don't, I just don't know if he would do it. And I mean, Bruno came back in you know in '85 or '83, '84, '85, and he was in the, relegated to a battle royal. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, how how seriously did did they treat Bruno later on? Maybe what? '82. They would like, they would bring Bruno in just to pop a house. Yeah, like I they do. Knew, yeah, I agree with that. Like. That's a, such a great question. That might be the that might oof, mama. That's like the highlight of brain freeze questions ever assembled. You're welcome. See, I got a good, I got a few good ideas. You have great ideas. I know. Just like our uh, Wizards Rewind is a wonderful idea. Oh yeah, was it ever? So Tony uh, was so kind to present us with this Wizards Rewind. Uh, I don't know why I can't. There it is. Wizards rewind. So uh, a peek behind the curtain. Every month is an eternal struggle between the three of us to figure out what we're going to do uh, with these rewind shows. Um, and Tony had floated the pile driver VHS. Uh, and I will not lie. Um, I had no idea what to expect out of this. <laughs> I know last week Kevin thought it was a documentary. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, all right. So let me ask you this before we get into it. How many of the videos that were included on the tape? Do you guys remember seeing as a kid as a kid? Yeah. None of them. Really? Like you don't remember seeing any of them on like a main event or like a superstars or anything like that. Um, I remember we did. We did see the honky tonk band video when we watched superstars a couple months back. Okay. But that's not as a kid. No, I'm, I'm, but I'm just saying, like, they did air these things periodically. And I'm pretty sure they, they aired Demolition during one of the Saturday Night's main events. So I remember, so here's what I remember about it, and specifically Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo, which I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned on the show before. I don't want to jump too much ahead. But I remember them playing that at, at events, like at house shows. Um, they would play it on the, on the screens that were there. And this was like we're talking like 1991, 92. Like they would they would they would still have that played like to like before the show started. They would play like rock and roll hoochie I remember. I believe I remember them playing Jive Soul Bro. Um, but other than that, like no, I don't remember any of these as a as a youngster. But of course, since being a, a degenerate wrestling fan for 38 years, you know, my you catch up. You catch up. My brother and I watched the shit out of this thing. Like we watched this nonstop. If we if we had nothing else to do on a Saturday, we pop into VHS. We just watched it like crazy. So I pretty much remember this thing front to back, exactly how it was when we watched it again just this past week. And it's fuck. It's amazing. It's amazing. A little bit of a trivia question though for you. Um, Pile Driver is the only wrestling album associated with the wwf that never came out on cd never and as far as i'm aware this was like the only tape that was ever released that was based on one of the albums where they had videos for the for most of the songs this is an anomaly man this is this is a crazy piece of wwf history it really is 
I mean, it was surreal. I'll tell you that much. Well, you know who probably wasn't real? I don't know who fucking George Stevens is, but I couldn't find <laughs> fuck all about this asshole. He's a dynamic, gigantic tool is what he is. I mean, I didn't... Hey, Rick Derringer plays a mean guitar also. How a weirdo. He, how dare he put fucking warnings on the Honky Tonk Man's video? What a fucking knob this guy is. So the warnings were like not warnings. They were just like... Like when you see the like underscore of like M- like remember MTV when they had like the credits not the credits but like the little it was literally yeah. in the lower third it was like you know so and so this is the song title this is the record label this is that that's what I thought it was no 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 but then afterwards he comes back and says I just had to make sure I let you guys know yeah that no this was heavily edited yeah it was specifically the honky tonk man video he had a little scroll yeah. across the bottom or it's, it was like a, a text and it said. You know, uh, the Honky Tonk Man paid everyone in the video for their appearances. I'm like, what a shit move to do. What a well, terrible it, thing. But it played to it played to Honky Tonk Man being no, a of, douche. Of course, of course. But I, that that bugged me. I'm like, you know what? What an asshole. Oh, boy. So, you, Matt, you didn't like George Stevens? <laughs> no, George Stevens was stupid. Uh, I do and I did enjoy the overly blatant racism. Uh, pre uh, Jive Soul Bro. Oh, when he's eating the bucket of fried chicken and uh, oh, hold, the camera couldn't get any fucking closer to his mouth. Holy shit. <laughs> but like, unnecessary. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Slick. Are you going to pay for that? Slickster. I mean, Mr. Dude. Slickster. Oh, I took notes, Tony. Well, you want to start from the beginning with the, uh, with the uh, title track, Pile Driver, sang by the one and only Coco Beware. Bro, out of all the people in this video, yes. Why is why does why 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 is Ho- fucking Coco Beware the fucking lead vocalist? Because he's the only one out of all of them that knows how to sing, dude. And I'll tell you right now, Tony. Hot take. He can't sing. Really? No. He does the he does the like. We go to stand back later on, but he does the Vince Miller. Like, that, that's all. That's his gimmick. That's all. He, he can't sing. His, he, he's a gimmick singer. Listen to him when he sings the chorus to "If You Only Knew." I know, I, Tony. I know exactly. And he, he does a little vibrato on the end of the "U." Yep. That's yep. It. That's all he's got. Anyone can oh, do a come vibrato. on, dude. No, he stinks. All right, let me ask you this: Who would you have had sing "Pile Driver" instead of Coco Beware? Nobody. Wow. So you would have just said "fuck this album" altogether. Because at the time, at, dude, we're talking about pro wrestlers here. We're not talking about like musicians here. Yeah, they might dabble in the hobby here and there, but Coco's the best option. I'm not denying that. Well, here, here's the, here's the one thing I do like. I th- I actually think he rates better uh, as a singer than than you guys. But pile driver, pile driver is one of the videos where they actually made a video out of it. So we've got two different kinds of videos in this thing. We've got one where they spent a little money and they went out and did production. Right. And then you've got other ones where it was just like stock footage of things. And that's, I doubt I, I doubt I had that term in my notes, stock footage, <laughs> like the demolition. Yeah. Like just like, Hey, let's just, let's, let's Google. It's 80, whatever, 87. So you can't, but let's Google explosions. So here's, a, here's another recurring theme. Um, what did you think of the sexy women that were being ogled by all of the construction workers? I want to know where the hell they came from. Dude, I want to know. Yeah, really? There's nothing around there. There's no, there's, it's, it's not like a, a city. It's not a district. It's not like yeah. commercial work. You're actually on a site. 
and all, so, all of a sudden all these ladies are just walking back and forth. So you've got the one lady who's like wiggling her ass with her butt cheeks. And Hogan out. looks disgusted. And then the other two women or the other couple of women are wearing like long dresses and like fucking Pan long suits. Sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt, I want to hear Matt's take on yeah, that. Fucking Billy Jack Haynes is losing his fucking mind. You know what? Him trying to bite the apple is my favorite part of the entire video. When he's fucking fumbling the apple in his hand. Fantastic. It's, it's such a it's it's Hogan, Bigelow, Billy Jack Haynes, Billy Graham, Arnold Scullin, D- 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 Jimmy Hart, and a honky tonk man just drive no. through. Yeah, and yeah, you're well, that's the somebody. other thing too. And Don Morocco is there, dude. Don Morocco is awesome. And you're forgetting somebody else. Vince McMahon. Oh, Vince. Yeah, fucking is, dude, oh, yeah, Vince, was, of course. I'm a big man. I gotta yeah, be him, I gotta be with the boys him, under control. Him and that doesn't age well. Fucking ladies, that's fucking really you didn't like him waving a bag of bagels at them too? Like what the- <laughs> No bagel, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel. No bagel, yeah, no like, bagel, hey, bagel, hey, bagel this bagel. shit was so random, but it was so funny. Bro, like Dude, Matt. fucking weird, like behind the scenes, like Hogan putting the cement all over Arnold Scullin. Like, ah, oh, he's gonna be the foreman. We're gonna treat him like the foreman brother. We had the foreman on fucking give us a little something. He's like, you know, one of these wrestlers was handling the machine that only two of my guys can handle. Dude, they- uh, this building would be built in a day. <laughs> Dude, that was I re- all right. So I might be a moron, but for like a split second, I was like, all right, this guy might be the actual foreman. <laughs> but like this guy was they brought in like straight up actor 101 dude in there. Yeah. And he's he's like the only one that was outside WWE that got like an interview or something that had to do with this. Well, they had some other guys that were like extras walking around the construction. Yeah. Line. yeah. Well, I yeah. Think, but but I, I mean, think. like in terms of like interviewing people, though, like he was the only guy that yeah. was like outside of like WWE that they interviewed. It was terrible. Dude, like, when I was a kid, man, I love this shit. Like watching the guys like staring at the women and fucking Billy Jack Haynes and fucking uh, uh what's his nuts uh you know the guy that likes your wife fucking uh, what, Billy uh, Graham is doing this Graham. shit. Fuck, you forgot about Humperdink. He was there. Hey, let me ask you when when he was when he was ogling Rhiannon, did he give her one of these two or is that I don't know. I wasn't there. I was sitting down talking fucking PWS with you two humps. It's <laughs> mm, a great point. God damn. Yo, this was. Well, what what was what was what was the uh what was the next video up? Was it was it demolition? Was demolition the no, no, no the second one was the honky tonk man? Honky tonk man. You oh, know what? Bro. I I didn't like the honky tonk man as a kid, but I fucking love this video, dude. I, I, I hate you. I hated that honky tonk man was just pretending to pick the guitar and he was just wiggling his ass. But dude, with the women fainting and shit, come on, dude, it's so cheesy. It's good. No. It's not good. It's not great. What's 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 the honky tonk man? It's what's this thing? It's like I'm not good. I'm not in. I'm bad. No, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cocky. I'm blah cool. blah blah. No, it was none of those things. <laughs> it was so bad. And I'll tell you what really bothers me about this. And this is just me being OCD. Kevin is like he's playing an acoustic guitar, and yeah. it's all electric guitar sounds. Yeah, but the perfect thing is like he's an asshole, and that's what an asshole would do. But it makes no no an asshole would. No, no, dude. Here's it's, the thing. Here's, it doesn't physically. It just doesn't make sense. But here's the thing. Watch any video from the '80s. No guitars are plugged in. Nobody's really playing anything. Like it's all. It, it no, all fits that fucking. I don't think any fakes playing an electric guitar by playing an acoustic guitar. 
but that's the thing. He's supposed to be like fake Elvis, you know, like that. that was All like right. So that's, that makes sense. Dude. Even when, even when he would come out and get in the ring, like when he was singing hunk, a hunk, a honky love and, oh, and all dude, the other Greg, shit. Greg Val- I might as well have been a banana. Greg Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can only imagine what would go through Greg Valentine's head during that period. Like, Oh my God, this is what I got to do for a fucking paycheck. Dude, I wanted to know uh, the honky wood sign. How awesome was that? That was pretty cool. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, but Fuck that it. was like the best. Like, I'm in my head. I'm like, how did they do that? That's why I was like, how much did this cost them? Yeah. <laughs> it's 1987. What does it cost to fucking edit this and make this look like the Hollywood sign? <laughs> uh, all right. So that part. I, and, and listen, Jimmy, Jimmy, can we talk about Jimmy Hart for a fucking second? How he never he did do the backup vocals, which you can tell um on this <laughs> on this vehicle. But he was just like he's in there with like the, the like all right. So backup singers are usually three women, not two women and a weirdo dude with a freaking beard and long hair. You guys, bald. you guys forget Jimmy Hart and Mean Gene, they were both like successful recording artists before they got into wrestling. All right, so I'm gonna need you to dive in a little bit more about Mean Gene. I know about the Gentrys. I know about Jimmy Hart. I have no idea that Mean Gene was a successful recording artist. Matter of fact, uh, uh, a good friend, uh, Dave Powers, has his album uh, autographed, I believe. Um, Mean Gene discography. I mean, I knew he sang the national anthem at WrestleMania, the first one, right? Uh, I believe. No, no, that's that's a fact. You don't have to fact check that one. I know that for sure. I'm not sure if this is it. I don't think he. I don't think he's associated with Grand Wizard. He fronted. The, he fronted the band Gene Carroll and the Shades. That's the one. That's the, the band one released. It's is it ever going to happen on the album in this corner in 1962? Yep. Today's years old. Today's years old. Literally never knew that. Now I'm going to have to go watch that after we finish this show. Is Definitely worth. No, from the 60s, doubt it. But you'll probably find the audio on uh, on on the YouTube's. Just ask if there was a music video. I mean, if there's any, like, if they ever made it big, like, the, you can find the Gentry stuff. You can find, dude. Yeah, and it's it's completely possible. Like, they they've got videos from like that time period. Like, you know, there were music videos before MTV. It's just that you know, Mean yeah, Gene like, and his fucking uh, his whatever you call them, <laughs> they probably did not have a fucking music. I didn't video. mean a music video per se, but if they ever made it like a TV appearance on like, I don't know, I don't know what oh, the, like, um, like yeah, Ed what Sullivan show yes. at the time. Like if that was a, like in 62, I don't even know if Ed Sullivan. Yeah. He probably, yeah. Well, the I, Beatles so. were on. I wonder, well, that was like I, seven wonder years if, later. Um, I wonder if the Gentry's were ever on. Um, you could find the Gentry stuff on YouTube. I guarantee you. Oh, for sure. And dude, their song keep on dancing was a huge hit. Yeah. Huge hit. Yeah, so I, weird think, I, I don't think there's a video of the shade made in the shade band starring me and Gene Carol uh, Carol Gene Carol. Yep, correct it. Oh, is there a video? Uh, really? no. It's just one of those dumb things where it's just a picture. But is that mean Gene? Uh, I mean, it's a very blurry picture and nobody's singing, they're just all sitting around. So, oh. great, <laughs> uh, great song. Terrible video, demolition, demolition bro. Like the entire the entire video was just them beating up Lenny Poffo and Jim Powers. Jim Powers, <laughs> the Islanders were in there for a bit. I think uh, I think uh, Rick Martell might have gotten a few uh, a few shots. Like this was like the stock footage 
And also blink if blink and you'll miss it. Footage in there of Johnny Valentine being with them before Mr. Fuji took over. So there's a little bit of trivia there. Matt, do you remember how different their face paint was when they first started as bad guys before oh, they yes. decided like fucking like red and black? Dude, like the weird it wasn't the regular red, it was like a weird shade of red. And it was blue. Axe had like blue and like yeah. And then Smash had like yellow lightning bolts on his cheeks. It was, it was, that was not like, I would not pop for that demolition like I would pop with 19, like 1989 demolition. Yeah. And demolition was a huge team. They were huge. <laughs> yeah. But like you said, like, and they, and that, that, that doofus, what's his name? George Stevens. He was like, uh, what did, what did demolition want to do? Just show us clips of us beating people up and explosions. Yes, explosions. Okay. Explosions. Well, see him home video. Try to market that. There's uh I mean, there's not much more to say about the demolition video. Great song, terrible video. Uh great video, okay song featuring somebody we're just talking about. Rick Derringer reprises rock and roll hoochie coo with one and only mean Gene Ogerwin. Dude, this video slapped. Yeah. It was fucking great, wasn't it? Oh my it god, Bean G's a maniac. His teacher's a stripper. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. What was her name? Miss Brooks. It was Miss Brooks, wasn't it? It began with a B for sure. Oh my god, dude! And here, there must have been some weird kind of fetish thing McMahon had for women in long dresses because we got Miss Brooks in a really long dress here with her hair 80s, all done up. Dude. In yeah, it's a it's a hot for teacher, but WWE. Yeah, hot for teacher for kids. <laughs> Bro. No wait, that's bad. I, I, you know what? I haven't I haven't watched this. I don't think in a very long time, if ever. So like, I was like, how far are they gonna go with this teacher in a classroom full of kids? Like, I mean, they're seniors, whatever. It's still like today would be a freaking disaster public relations story. But I'm thinking like, how far are they gonna go with this video with the fucking kids? But like, Matt, the Bon Jovi, uh, not the Bon Jovi, the what the freak is hot for teacher who sings that? Van Halen. Van Halen. Van Halen. Was that like a weirdo type deal too? No, no, it was. I mean, they kind of fought. They just that's, like that's the very, thing, right? It was like rock and roll and heavy metal, so that like made sense, right? Right. To have these the girls, the groupies and stuff like wrestling. If we didn't see that, like our our wrestling was like the jumping bomb angels and fabulous moolah in nineteen eighty seven. Wow, this was fucking. You had Mean Gene dressed up like. Like the blue meanie with like Bret Hart shades on. Like it was like Did you did you like the part when they were going into the guitar solo and they put the video footage in and fast capture the capture like it's like the the guitar player, whoever it is, is that Rick Derringer too? That's Rick Derringer, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing guitar in real time, but like mean gene is in like motion capture and like freeze framing every yes. second. He's just like jiggling and wiggling. Yeah, and dude, it was like Mix, Miss Brooks gets up on the desk and she's lifting that skirt and she takes the hair down and all everybody's dancing and going nuts. She throws her shoe at the kid. The Fuck kid yeah, like eats dude. it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and then the principal comes back in and sees Miss Brooks up on the table dancing like a fucking stripper. Yo, for a quick second, you know who I thought that principal was? <laughs> who? Ernie Lad. For like Ernie? a quick, real sec. Like, wait, wait, like, wait. Ernie, you know Ernie Lad's black, right? <laughs> But this guy didn't have like a, he wasn't, he wasn't me. He wasn't like as pale as pale can be. 
I mean, he looked like somebody. Maybe it's not Ernie Ladd, but for a quick second, like, I really <laughs> thought, like, I was like, oh, look at this ball guy. I'm like, because, Ar- you know what it was? Because Arnold Scullin was in the other video, right? So I'm thinking, like, this principal's <laughs> got to be a legend. And I'm trying to think, who does this legend remind me of? <laughs> I got a Lanny Poffo shot here. What's going on here? What's Matt doing? Matt's embarrassed. <laughs> All right. So wait, I'm not Matt. Well, it cost one hundred eight dollars and seventy two cents. Yeah. What are you? But what are you buying over there? Don't it's worry, man. It was wrong. It was clearly a wrong assessment, but it's what I thought, and I felt like we were all, we're all open here. We're friends here. I thought maybe. We no, could... it was just it was just funny that you thought it was. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of who he reminded me of. Miss Brooks, you're stealing money. You ain't teaching these kids. He just reminded me of Ernie Ladd. It was the gray beard. It was. I don't know. Holy shit. All right. Well, that's all. I'm not trying to make things awkward. I wasn't trying to do anything weird. Uh, Hulk Hogan was apparently uh, uh, auditioning for Metallica in this video because he was in the background playing bass, as usual. Nice to see the champ getting in some screwed. All right. Great video. A song that probably could have been an 80s hit. Robbie Dupree, Girls and Cars. Girls and Cars is the best song on this album. Fucking love the song and the video to go along with it. All these pretty girls in their cars and Tito and fucking Rick are waving to him and shit. Bro, this was 80s all over, dude. My wife was in the other room and she's like, what is that song? That, that's, a, that's a catchy song. I know, right? Girls, we love girls in cars. I'm disappointed in both of you. Wow, Kevin hates fucking good music. I don't really understand. <laughs> no, the song is great. But tell me on what freaking planet this is a pro wrestling theme song for the Strike Force. It doesn't mention anything about them at all. Like it, they, it's, dude, they like girls and cars. It's like so, it's so pedestrian. It's like so, like it's like, hey, girls, cars, we like them both. But as a wrestling theme song, like, bro. I mean, mama. what does "Crank It Up" mean? And that was a great theme song. Which one was and, "Crank It Up"? It's, ni- it's 1987, and you're watching it at home, and you're like, I want that theme song. You got to crank it up pile driver. Crank it up was the uh, Jimmy Hart song that uh, the young the, stallions, used. the young stallions. Okay. That's right. Yes. But like, no, I get the whole, uh, the, uh, the idea of girls and cars. It, it fits Jim. Jim Johnson had the interview before. It's like, every time I pitched them an idea, they came back with girls and cars. A very and- young Jim Johnson here. This is amazing. First ballot hall of famer, baby. He's got to go in. Yeah. With, I, I hope with triple H back, he will go in the hall of fame. Um, if he's not in already. His but, his contributions are so like under the radar. Like people really like you gotta have an appreciation for everything he did. <laughs> but like like what are the what are the young stallions like wanna get over? Like cranking it up, baby, crank it up. <laughs> not the young stallions, I'm sorry. Uh what did Strike, Strike Force? Force? They like girls and they like cars. It's a catchy song and it's a good wrestling music, but it had nothing to do. With the strike force, because I don't remember any promos where they talked about, hey, ladies. I can't picture a grown ass man, Tito Santana, saying, you know what we need? We need girls and cars, man. And then fucking Rick Martel with his French Canadian accent going, yeah, we need the girls and we need lots of cars. Yes, we need we need the girls and the cars and everything that goes with it. Because I am I am Rick the model. I am not the model yet, but I am Rick Martel. Dude, I really thought you were doing Thunder Frog for a second. <laughs> Dude, Thunder Frog is is uh, John Malkovich and uh, Borat combined, and Rick Martel. 
Bro, tell me he's not. I like he the girls and cars, man. Money. I like girls and girls cars. Girls and cars is a catchy tune, man. Well, this is where we get Matt's favorite racist part of the show. We get the Slickster with Jive Soul, bro. And you know I what? Not expecting to see his tonsils. The the <laughs> the whole the whole KFC thing aside, this video was awesome. I love yes, this video. I agree. When he fucking shows up at the woman's house, when he's walking to the house and she opens the door and she's like towering over him and shit. Good stuff. About the KFC part. I will say the greatest part about that KFC part was it let me get a drum roll and he picks up two drumsticks. Yes. Does the drum roll. Oh, when he said, Hey man, why you bother me when I'm trying to eat my yard bird? <laughs> it's it's I, I don't think it ages as poorly as and listen, I'm I'm the first on the front on the line for that, but I don't think it ages as poorly as Matt's making it out to be. Dude, it's, it's Tony pretty- said Tony said they last week when we were talking about Columbus Day and indigenous people, and you fucking threw your headphones off. <laughs> right. But this is we're, we're talking Tony's 19, racist. That's why <laughs> we're talking 1987. It's it's yes, it's a stereotype, no doubt. But Dude, it's, I, I watched think- a Ring of Honor show today where AJ Styles called Jay Briscoe a faggot. That's Oof. not cool. From 2003. And that would not stand oh second 19 years. No, I'm not saying it would stand today, but I don't think it ages as terrible as as that. It's awkward. But yeah, it was it is what it is. I mean, I don't know. F word two thousand three was kind of still acceptable then, no? Yeah, still thing. Yeah. But anyway, I didn't mean Yeah, let's get back to whatever we're doing over here. But it was it was dude, and this just this video just reminds me of like of like the the twin towers boss man and Akeem. like that's like that's what, it's, like, it's tri- a catchy it's one of the great wrestling songs it and really i know he used it before them but like that's like that's what triggered the memory to me and on top man. of that dude when he's walking down the street and the little girl comes at him with the fucking big wheel and he jumps over her, and then he's dancing with the fat dude and they're fucking like jiving together this is this was good shit man i love this video and matt let me ask tell you, like, when i first heard this song years and years ago I thought Jive Soul Bro was a good thing. Like, I thought it was like a compliment. Like, all right, you're Jive. You're, like, you're a soul bro, but apparently it's it's a shyster. Yeah, no, if you listen to the words, man, like, no, you that's the whole thing. <laughs> exactly. I was enlightened today. We, we've talked about this before, but for those of you listening uh, and you don't know the story, um, these this song and Grab Them Cakes, these were two songs that were released as an A-side and B-side by an artist called Captain Chameleon. And the producer on that record was David Wolf. So you've got that connection there. And quite wisely, they repurposed these songs for not only Slick, but also for JYD. Yeah. Two of my favorite songs on the first two albums. And David Wolf was all over his name. I I stayed, I watched the credits too. So I saw every single name on there and one that, Catchy as shit, Jive Soul Bro, and grab them cakes. Oh man! Dude. And dude, he got Vicky Sue Robinson to sing. That's the female voice on Grab Them Cakes. Like, how crazy is that? Tony, did you did you see the name that uh at the end of the credits that really like hit me? Not hit me, but like really made me like not realize who that 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 person even ever worked for WWE. No, who 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 did I miss? Craig Leathers. Oh shit! Yeah, Craig Leathers. Yeah, yeah. I because he, I just associate him with WCW and Bischoff. Yeah, no, Craig Leathers. He, he and, was in the business a long time. 
But when I saw that name, I like, I like that was like, yep, like yep. mind blown. Like, because I was looking, I was watching the credits like a bunch to try to figure out who the heck that freaking douche host was. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I did, I did a lot of research. I couldn't find anything either. Yeah, I I googled like George Stevens. I I found out it was George Stevens, but then I tried to make like to confirm if it was actually him. But you definitely did. But Craig Leathers, man, uh, Tony Schiavone mentions him all the time. Bischoff mentions him all the time. So that was that was uh, that, my mind was blown for that for sure. Well, your mind should be blown for this next one. It's Vince McMahon singing "Stand Back," and it's supposed to be a tribute to Andre the Giant because he's so big, he makes you want to stand back. Dude, this was weird. This was the first time I heard that this was originally supposed to be about Andre. Well, I mean, if you really think about it, it's like Vince McMahon's conquest of the wrestling business, which is kind of like the meaning of it. But he couldn't come out and say, this is my song. So he made it about Andre. And here's the other weird thing. Like Andre's in full heel mode at this point. Like we get footage from WrestleMania three and stuff like that. But we also get him beating up guys like Piper and, and, yes! and uh, Orton and stuff like that. Yeah. Tony, in my notes too. Why are you showing the babyface Andre footage? And then it's weird footage like him coming out of like the Russian tea room in Manhattan. And he would just point and go stand back at the camera. So if this was an, <laughs> if this was an Andreism that I didn't know about, then I'm down. I just what, had no idea back? Andre would ever say stand back. See, I want. I wonder if they would have like played that into his gimmick. Like he would end a promo with like, uh, "You see me coming? You better stand back." Sure. Like that would have been awesome. Yeah, but but I think part of the presentation of Andre and Matt, tell me, tell me if you agree, is that he didn't need to tell anybody to stand back. Oh, he didn't need some goofy catchphrase. Yeah. Stand back. <laughs> but it could have been better because his promos were. <laughs> oh no, no! I will be here forever. <laughs> the last man standing. Royal oh, when they, when McMahon's singing like the breakdown, like when you're gonna see a lot of men drop, and it's Andre falling on Hogan. Fucking it, look, that that's one thing they did right with this. They kind of spliced things in where they would fit with the music, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. But for the most part, this was also a stock footage kind of. Yes. like you know, this, this had the demolition vibe. So they yep. split. They split it up. They split it up like a freaking wrestling card. Like hundred, yeah, yeah. That's what they did. Uh, Vince McMahon is a singer. <sighs> better or worse than Coco? That's Tony. I was. I, I wanted to bite my tongue on that. Coco's better than Vince, though. All right. Well, there you go. At least we got I don't know. Why I'm like Coco sing because they make. He's like some. You know, it could be like an argument. Like I'm like, he it just sounds like you're shoehorning this in, Coco. Argument. <laughs> He doesn't say argument. He says argument. Dude, now I'm fucking hyped up. Now I want to. No, see, no, you, that what you just did right there was how it was Coco. What? Like an argument. Like you, like you sound like you were gargling while you were singing. <laughs> Sometimes love. Sounds yeah. like overweight like Larry. And also, can we talk about? Can we talk about how freaking Coco Beware's finishing move was not a pile driver. They showed the brain buster while he was doing. So who, who took the brain buster? Oh God, Tony, I don't know. Who took the brain buster? Uh, I'll say, if I remember, it was Blue Trunks. Was it? Dude, what, was I it just Morocco? gave you the clue. He wasn't looking. He wasn't paying attention. Oh, I did not. Yeah, I was thinking. Oh, it was Horowitz. Oh, oh! Horowitz. Which? How did he shoehorn his way into? That music video at the end too, by yeah, the way. Yeah, that that's why I brought that up because <laughs> the last video is "If You Only Knew," which is 
the compilation of all the wrestlers getting involved. And one of the heels, dude, who surprised you more, Barry Horowitz or Killer Khan? Well, Killer Khan looked like a weirdo. Killer Khan's in this fucking video. He's like, well, at least he was in like the he was in like the promo package, I believe. He was dropping like the knee on somebody. I yes, think. yes, he was. Yes, if I remember correctly. But Barry Horowitz, by far, was the biggest surprise. So you see, like this is a video that was produced where there's actually like they show the wrestlers singing like their different parts. But yeah, like they also have like all these things spliced in. And once again. It's pretty genius because a lot of the stuff that they spliced in fit with like shit that was going on in the song. Yeah, but Barry Horowitz, like Matt, like Barry Horowitz wasn't like even in '87. Barry Horowitz was like I don't know, like nothing. He was more prevalent later on than he was in '87. Okay, you know who else was in this video? Outback Jack. Yeah, that's all right. Was he ever? He was there too, dude. And <laughs> Kempatera, like no one looked like they knew the words to this song. Yeah, it was really weirdly edited. Like at one point when somebody was saying two feet, I forget who it was. They held up like two fingers. <laughs> I think it was Tito. I think it was Tito that did that. It was called up three. I think Tito held up three fingers. <laughs> this is Dude. cool though. Like you get to hear everybody kind of sing a little bit. Like Macho and Liz were singing. No, no one sings. Tony. Uh, Bobby Heenan singing. had a few bars in there. Jimmy Hart was singing. Coco was singing. Let me ask you this, Tony. And let me ask you this, Matt. When yes. you're, when you're, the chorus of your song is, if you only knew what I was going to do to you, you would run as your, as fast as your two feet could carry you. Would you ever be intimidated by Jimmy Hart saying that? No. Yeah, so, but Jimmy, can, Jimmy can sing though. Yeah, but so I would start it off with Coco doing the, the, the chorus. He's like, I'm watching. I'm like, I might like, there's, there, if there's anyone less threatening in the world than me, it's Jimmy Hart. I don't know, man. Jimmy Jimmy Hart got into some shit. Like he wrestled Lawler. Like he he's yeah, all he's right. So he's scrappy. I'll give you that for sure. But it's like it was like oh my god. Like I'm supposed to be like taking Jimmy Hart seriously. I'm I guess I'm thinking of it like a promo and not like an actual music video. So I guess that's kind of silly. So the but. breakdown of the song is Hulk Hogan and Ted DiBiase jaw jacking at each other. Hey, dude, you don't have enough money to buy me out. Yeah, everybody's got a price. I can't wait Awkward. to bust you up real yeah, good. But, but awkward pause before he says that. And then we get the, yeah, see Virgil. And Virgil just stands in front of them with his arms crossed. What an and, epic entrance for Virgil. And it's so funny knowing how non-productive Virgil was. Like he's, ever. he's the fucking meat sauce, bro. But like, all right, see Virgil. All right, cool. I remember everyone beating Virgil up. Dude, it was. I love this video. I just, I like when I was a kid, just hearing all the wrestlers singing. I fucking loved it. It reminded. It was like Land of a Thousand Dancers, but like with wrestling's own spin on it. It wasn't just a bunch of idiots yelling, you know. I think they do that for the Slammies, don't they? Don't they do Land of a Thousand? No, no, they did. They did. If you only knew at the end of the Slammies. Oh, we'll get to that one. I think that's going to be our next uh, Wizards Rewind. We'll stick in this fucking Yeah, because I remember watching that commercials on MTV like back in like in the 80s. Yeah, no, they did If You Only Knew like on stage. No, it wasn't. It was nah, 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 no, 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 trust me. The, the commercial I'm thinking of, Tony, trust me. Well, Slammy Awards, they definitely did If You Only Knew. Definitely, hundred percent. But the commercial, though, the commercial probably was had not, Land of then, a Thousand uh, because they did a video for Land of a Thousand Dancers. They had a video for that. That's another one you got to see if you. Can and they're on them. stage, and someone slams the drum on. I think Roddy Piper slams a drum on Bobby Heenan's head. 
And you get Paul Orndorff in the background to the rhythm, just kissing his biceps like this. It's fucking glorious, too. All right, boys. Uh, Pile Driver, favorite video, worst video. What do you think? Uh, Favorite video. That's really tough. Just for the song, I'd go Girls and Cars. Okay. And worst video. Oh, God. Uh, Demolition. Yeah. Kev? I'll go best. I will say for the song, and even though I, I shit on it, I will go with Matt and say Girls and Cars. Worst video, I will say Hockey Talk Mans. Wow. See, best best video, I'm going Jive Soul Bro. Worst. Oh, got, great call. You know what, Jive go, Soul Bro. Gotta go Demolition mine. for worst. Gotta go. I mean, and I love the song, but the video is the shits. Yeah. But I didn't know it was, it was, you know, it was a let you up match. Video grade overall, I'm saying it. This is A plus for me. I fucking love cheesy shit like this. This was right up my alley. And this just brought me back to being a kid. I fucking love yeah. this then. And watching it like 40 years later, I love this shit now. 40, give or take. Grades? Uh, I give it an A. I thought the videos are fun. The music is slamming. Yeah. And uh, it was fun. It was different. It was definitely an A plus pick by you, and I think it's a, it's an A. Other than maybe like George, the George Stevens stuff was pretty hacky. But what can you do? Yeah, host it. Yeah, (laughs) but like, yeah, he was just like, oh, remember he said like the hockey talk man was on the phone. I'm not here. Then then he puts his hand on the receiver. Yeah, and he goes, I'm not here. here. I'm not here. So I mean that that pot me, but other than that, I, listen, I, I agree, Tony. It, and it was a great outside the box choice. So I loved it. Loved. I love doing it. stuff like this. Oh. Outside the box is always fun. Always fun. I agree. Beautiful. I concur. There All right. Go. Anything else, Matt? We need to talk about Impact. Oh, if you if you watch anything on Impact, no, this is it. I'll be I'll be done real quick. The opening promo on Impact Wrestling, the opening segment. Watch it. It's. Bully Ray, it's Josh Alexander, it's Moose, it's um, uh, Macklin. Great, great stuff. So just I started. I honestly started watching it, but I didn't get through the whole thing. I saw the Bully Ray, Josh Alexander stuff. It's it long. Was, Bully it Ray, was, like it was good. But what I saw was good. I'll, I'll have to go back and watch the rest of it. Yeah, and we we gave Bully Ray a lot of like we we didn't give him shit, but we went back and forth on how we thought about Bully Ray being back. But I'm telling you right now, he cut a tremendous promo. So did Josh Alexander. So did Macklin. So did Moose. So did uh, oh god, who was the last guy that came in after Moose? Uh, Mike Bailey, Sammy no. Callahan. No, it wasn't Sammy Callahan. It was Max the Impaler. No, it was not. We're just speaking. Fallabaugh. No, it wasn't. Oh god, shut up. Hold on. KM. <laughs> um, Motor City Machine Guns. Abyss. Oh. Gail so, Kim. Maybe maybe it was just Moose. Scott Demore. Awesome Kong. No. Sammy no. Callahan. No, it wasn't Sammy Callahan. Maybe it was just Moose. Suicide. It was Frankie. Oh, oh Bobby Fish. Oh, Bobby Fish. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was just a guess. I didn't mean no, it was Bobby Fish. Because that set up the match between him and Josh Alexander later on. Bobby Fish. Oh, man. Right, right. oh, Bobby Fish, pop- I'm not told on, by the way, is a single. Don't know yeah. Anyway. That's it is what it is. Well, we'd like to thank Super Thunder Frog for joining us tonight, and we'd like to thank you for tuning in, listening, downloading. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get the podcast, and tell your friends. Um, 
we have a big show lined up next week. Alex, uh, MLW superstar Alex Kane joins us on the uh, eve. I don't know. It's the week of the MLW Fightland show in Philadelphia. So uh, we're going to talk to Alex Kane. I'm going to ask him some questions about how he feels about, uh, I don't know, you know, being the, champ, being the champ and then losing it and then the title change never being seen. And I got a lot of questions for Alex Kane. Speaking of questions, next week, Shining Wizards match, Shining Wizards Kevin. Can you beat that? For the right to face, Christian Rocco, the 11th anniversary show. That happens in seven days. You know, I was going to ask you, T-Donk, um, you know, how's the champ feel about that? Is the champ going to join us next week to to witness this? I'm sure he'd be happy to join in. All right. Hmm. Interesting. Good, good call. To wait and see, right? Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. And still then, enjoy your wrestling, be kind, and uh, I don't know. Suck butt. Yeah, suck butt. Oh, hold That's on. our name of the episode, suck butt. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh hey, you know what's great? Next week we don't get a video from the fucking uh from the liaison to the committee because everything is all squared away. So huzzah for that. Yeah, I'm square. I feel better. I felt like shit coming into the show, but I feel good now. Oh, good. I'm glad. Thunderfrog turned around for you. Yeah, a little bit with his big fucking hammer. Great guy. (laughs) Dropped the hammer right in your butthole. What a fucking... Why was he wearing a dress, dude? Don't ask me, bro. (laughs) Baby. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Thunderfrog, baby. I was going to ask him about that, but, you know, I felt like I ruffled his feathers with a couple of my well, questions. I asked him about the, I, I mentioned the dress, and he got offended by it. So I did Frogs don't have feathers, you dummy. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Purse. Anybody press the button? Press the goddamn no? button. Press the button. Got it. <gasps> oh, no. Don't press the button.